Lower Your Volume contains sometimes graphic and often explicit content. That being said, some episodes are not for everybody, so listener discretion is advised. And as always, spoilers ahead. podcast where we chat about books and talk way too loudly yeah um yeah okay let's be crazy okay uh first of all let me close let me close my blinds because this this little bane mask of sunlight (laughs) 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 that's not Mm. cute i mean i love that my room gets like beautiful light but like (laughs) now is not the time now is not the time i mean i'm still (laughs) It's even worse. Um, now. <laughs> now it looks like I don't even know. <laughs> I don't even know what to do. I don't maybe, even know. Maybe hang <laughs> something on. over top of it. Can you like hang a couple a towel? There's not. There's there's no no. This is this just, is just what it's gonna be. You know what? Here's the good thing. We don't put this on. We don't put this anywhere. So if I lean. <laughs> Madison trying to get the perfect <laughs> optimal light for a video that truly doesn't go anywhere. Well, it's going it to bother me because I'm going to keep looking at myself. I know being it like, will. But it's fine now. It's fine. I'm I'm like leaning really far um, back. So. Okay. So yeah. quick. Um, yeah. Quick thing. So what do you got this morning? What do you got going on this week? <laughs> so I, call, yes. I called you today. Because apparently, if you go on TikTok, this mm-hmm. is what I've heard. If you go to your settings and go to yeah. your cache, mm-hmm. it says, like, that's roughly yeah. how many mm-hmm. videos you've watched. I, I'm sorry, 461,000? That is too many. Or yeah, million, I haven't looked in many. a while, but Steven taught me that hack, by the way, which I, I don't know. I haven't looked in so long, so I don't But know. I also don't, that's, I don't think that's what a cache is. I think a cache is a pre-built amount of videos that are, like, loaded like lined up so that it moves. I honestly don't know. All I know is, is that I have to clear my cache quite a bit for certain things. Like with, uh, um, our, our third party reporting, not third party reporting, sorry. Our third party social media platform that we use for like, like a Hootsuite type of thing. We don't have Hootsuite, but I'm not going to say which one we have. Um, yeah, I typically have to do that when there's like issues. Like if there's something not working properly, good Kobe. Oh, too soon. Yes. Um, (laughs) <laughs> that's been a year that's weird that's been no it'll be two years in january two. which i mean realistically is almost two years right now because it's the end of august <laughs> it's we are so close to january. Say that. don't fucking say that like, <laughs> oh my god i have to tell you do you want to hear yeah of course always so my father, my father and I were having like a chat the other day, just, you know, Jay chilling, hanging out. And he goes, he has the fucking audacity to go in 15 years, you'll be 40. Oh, who I know. <laughs> I mean, listen, 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 I feel, 
I, I know. I feel so stupid some days because I know that there's so many people that I'm friends with that are older where oftentimes I'm like, oh my God, I'm 25. Mm-hmm. And they're like, dude, shut the fuck up. Wait until you're like in your 30s. I'm like, yeah, okay, but, then, but I feel it now. I feel like upset about my age now. Yeah, so but like, I don't like, know what's going to happen like inches then. away. It's like how guys who are 5'11 say that they're six foot. It's like it's one inch. I <laughs> knew you were going to say that. Sorry, I've been on a bumble streak recently, so this has been really uh, affecting. Okay, so I was listening to the radio this morning when I went to pick up Zach from work, and we were both of us were laughing because Uh um, the morning show they were listening to, they were talking about Uh the um, there's this guy, and I can't remember where he's located in the U.S., but he's located somewhere, Uh and uh, he created a oh, he created a website. For his like like dating website for himself, like not like a website where it's like okay. he, where it's like a match him on, but it's it's like his own like profile website, and um it's gotten him like over two hundred dates, and I literally sat there and I went, okay, could we do this for Madison? I feel Ooh, like wait, it's just for yeah, him. it's like it's not like it's not like it's not like a dating app or whatever. He just puts it in dating apps so he gets more dates this way he's got like a pro con list in there he's got like uh like it's it's like it's like basically like a portfolio website before himself. yeah for like a dating profile for himself yeah and i was like can we do this for madison i mean granted this guy's kind of weird i'm not gonna lie to you um but i thought how kind of ingenious that is i mean it's again the the guy is weird Mm -hmm. like they were kind of speculating on the show like what's wrong with him Because, like, right? Not to be... <laughs> just push my mic and my computer off oh of my desk. Oh, my God. The look of fear in your face was just incredible, though. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> yeah. I've and, and Sailor Mars almost just lost it there, too. But she probably would have been fine. She is, you know. I will say that they did... <laughs> this guy... This is the best part about him. This guy um, got his fraternity to do a musical. And we all went, what? <laughs> and this musical happens to be... Ready for it? Dear Evan Abraham Hansen. Lincoln is a schizophrenic. No. <laughs> I don't know which one's worse. I don't know which one's worse. Um, I did just get an ad on Hulu, though, for the Dear Evan Hansen movie, and I did not realize Amy Adams is going to be in that. And so is um, I do. I do love her though. I've loved her since Enchanted. I do too. I do too. I love her. Who's the Who's the woman that plays President Coin in um, the Hunger Games? She's also the mom in Crazy Stupid Love. She's really famous, and I can't remember. No, her I name. can picture Julianne Moore. Yes, she's in it as Evan's mom. Um, you're so good at this. You're so good at this. Okay, so those two people are in it. I can't remember who the daughter is. Oh, I think the daughter is the one of the girls from Book Smart. Yes, it's it's Kate Kate Caitlin Denver. Okay, so she's in it. Obviously, um, Ben Platt is in it. Did they CGI him a little bit? Did he look younger to you, but fake younger? He looks young, fake younger to me. Yeah. I also thought, because did you see, did you get the ad where he's like walking through the gym singing like, waving through a window, that one? Yes, I did. But I also got a different ad that actually was like the trailer of it, because Connor came up and signed his cast, and then it showed you like the actual, what the actual movie was going to look like, and I was like, oh, Mm -hmm. See, now, if you didn't know this was, like, a musical, like, I totally would go see this movie. I mean, I'm probably still going to see the movie because I do love the the show, but. Well, and then the people who thought it would just be a normal movie would freak out when they learned it was a musical. (laughs) Granted, That's always how it goes. I'm just kind of curious to see how this ends or goes. My favorite. Yeah, maybe my favorite, like, 
I didn't know this was a musical musical movie ever is the people that did not know that Les Mis was a musical. <gasps> That's my favorite. Because you're like, oh, no. Do you hear the people sing? Because they sing the whole sing? time. They literally do not ever talk. <laughs> it's, it's not. It's like, really an opera. Do you hear opera. the people like, sing? Yes, it's, really it's the an only opera. thing I hear them do. Right. Because that's, they don't speak. Singing the song of Angry Men. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, Okay, since we're on the topic of, um, since we're on the topic of, like, musicals or whatever, I have to say, one of my favorite musicals, and I really, really, really want to be able to go see this either in New York or if it comes to, like, the, like, Mm -hmm. you know, national tour, is the new updated Moulin Rouge, because, like, they put new songs into it, and I, like... Every single time I see that video... Of Aaron Tveit. video of Aaron (laughs) Tveit. Walking through the theater singing Come What May. Which is a great which is a song that I, like, just makes lose, you cry. I lose an like I lose an ovary at his not an ovary. So an egg at his like altar. <laughs> so part of the reason why I'm thinking about this, not only because of us talking about musicals, yes. is because they actually mentioned Moulin Rouge in the Spanish Love Deception, which I just finished reading for anybody who cares. Mm. Um and I was yes. like, Oh yeah, right, I fucking love that. And I kept remembering that they added like new pink mm-hmm. songs into it and like other things that I mean, granted, yep. I don't really remember watching Moulin Rouge and going, oh, yeah, these are songs that are, like, pop culture songs. Do you know what I mean? Like, really? it's been so long since I sat you down. Didn't? Well, it's been so long since I sat down and I, watched the it. First time, the first time I heard Elephant Love Song Medley. <laughs> I, it's one of my favorites. <laughs> that, that, that song, literally, and that performance between Ewan McGregor and Nicole Kidman, Change they have me. such good chemistry it in that movie. Such good chemistry. It it like that shit hit different. I used to I like I probably saw it like oh I did because I watched it on YouTube. No, I definitely saw it. I'm um, not gonna lie to you. Ready yeah. for it? Age six. Like I saw it when I was like when I was like like. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> I probably saw it like probably like ten. Well, that's that's ish. still bad. I also. <laughs> Yeah, I started watching Monty Python around that time, too. Oh, my God. So. There's so many crazy things in those, depending on which one you watch. I feel like Holy Grail is an okay one, because it's not super over-sexualized. I didn't, didn't watch feel Holy like Grail. it did. What'd you watch? I'll tell you Oh, later. no. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, Moulin Rouge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but I literally, I used to, like, put my headphones, because I... Cause I Bought mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. I bought the music. Who, who's surprised? And I'd plug my little headphones into my pink mm-hmm. iPod. Who's surprised? And in the dark. In the dark of the night. Another great, good Broadway musical adaptation. Sit on my. I would like in dark, like sit on my bed and like silently like mouth the words like I was performing. Yeah, like, it's a really good one. I like, mean, and and we wonder why I now have that. Oh yeah, no, we should. Maybe it's because I was doing a one woman show on Bruce in my room at one in the morning. Well, you know, it's another, and and this is so funny because I've been on a super weird, like not musical kick, but like recognizing musicals and other pieces of media. And I was just finishing up season five of Schitt's Creek. And you know, at the end of season five, they do cabaret. And um, it was so good watching it. (laughs) My favorite (laughs) Which by the way, that, that song, the money, Money Makes the World Go Round song is one of the most popular production numbers at dance competitions in the entire fucking history. Not the entire, but it's a huge popular one because it's a good company line number. Anyway, I loved watching yeah. that. But my favorite thing is I forget how great 
Noah Reed is. No, I mean, oh. uh, yes, yes. But, like, Noah Reed coming oh. out to do, like, the MC of that is just fucking inc- oh, iconic. Yeah. Like, he's incredible. Like, I honestly am like, okay, oh, my God. Okay, so I literally... T- so I've been rewatching Shit's Creek as well because... <laughs> because this book? <laughs> I mean... Yes. Um, but today I was watching season three, episode 13. Yes. Which may seem like just a random episode to you, but it is in fact the one where David and Patrick go on their first date for his birthday. And there's that beautiful moment where Moira shows up at Alexis's graduation and the look on her face, I literally almost started crying. And I was like, this is the best episode ever. Okay. This is my favorite. That's one of my favorites. The other one of my favorites is, and I know how cliche it is. It is when Patrick sings, you're simply the best during karaoke night, (gasps) which is such a good version of that song. Like it's such a good version of that song. It's so good. It's so good. It doesn't even sound like the original. Like the original is like so upbeat and like crazy. And like, and then Noah Reed takes it and you're like, oh my God. I like don't hear it any other way except for the Shit's Creek. And it's so good that way. I think they actually ended up like recording it and like you can buy it somewhere because I I saw on his Wikipedia, it's like one of his like discography things. So I don't know, but I didn't. I love it. Yeah. (laughs) Um, my other show that I just started... Okay, so I started watching Killing Eve. Oh my god, I, I love that fucking show! Oh, I've never oh seen it. Oh my I've god. I've never seen it. Oh. And I said... Okay, so fun fact. I literally did go see Free Guy the other day with Ryan yeah. Reynolds. It was surprisingly really yeah. cute and it made me laugh out loud. I so, did hear there was Jody a fun that, um, so was like, Chris Evans moment in that with like a Captain America. <laughs> there is. There is. It's really cute. I went... I went... <laughs> When that happened. Um, but no, I thought it, I thought it was like really actually like pretty funny because instead of making it like a gaming movie that's like for kids, it was like a PG-13 gaming movie that had like inappropriate jokes in it. Yeah, so it's like an adult um, humor gaming movie. Yeah, like the part when she like lands on the motorcycle like facing him and she's like, is that a Glock in your pants? And he goes, no, it's two Glocks in the <laughs> First of all, Ryan Reynolds is one of the best fucking it's, comedians, like for te- like for movies ever. I swear to God, it's so it's so stupidly he's got funny. great comedic Tommy timing. Like it, he is. I've loved him since same, the proposal. Same. That shit was Change that me. movie. That movie was a game changer. That's for me. enemies that is just, to lovers. That is just like gender. That's gender bent. That's also game. shit. You not also that is like forced proximity. So another one of our favorite tropes. That's fake dating. Yes, one of my favorite proximity. tropes. Enemies to yes, lovers, yes, so but... it's forced proximity. Enemies to lovers, workplace romance, yes. and um, fake dating. Yes. Excuse me, who sat me down at twelve and was like, "Perfect movie for you"? Actually, I think I was. No, I would have been thirteen because I think it was two thousand and nine. It was you. Were, no, no, Home Slice. You were thirteen because I saw that movie that's in theaters for my thirteenth birthday. It was my first. It was, yeah, I was like, I think that's two thousand and nine because it definitely was yep. not two thousand and ten yet. That shit. That shit. I loved that movie. And, me. Betty White. I literally, to this day, if there's a little dog with a hawk, I made I made a joke. Okay, so at that, at that, I was at this crazy party at my friend's Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huge house. mansion, crazy um, crate. Like, it wasn't actually, like, a crazy party, but the house itself was fucking bananas. I felt like I was in yes. a proposal. And they've got this big lawn, and they've got this little Aww. tiny new white, like, Aww. white crusty dog. She's, like, weighs, like, like three pounds. I don't pounds. like when we She's call them white crusty dogs. And there was a hawk flying around, you're like, you can't, they were like, you can't so let the dog was outside. The hawk- Without eyes on him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the, the hawk, hawk will pick him up. Or her up. Is and it, I literally... Is it bad that I want to use the hawk just so it can find I, out if it's Rowan Whitethorn? Is that wrong? It, no? Um, well, given the fact that... Uh, <laughs> maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. No. Yeah. Good. 
good. Affirmative space cowboy. <laughs> well, yeah, so that you, um, they were like, don't let don't let it yeah. outside without watching it, essentially. Um, yeah, they were like, don't let the dog outside because, like, the hawk could get it. And I said, it's like that scene in the proposal. Didn't she lose her, like, her iPhone or her, not her iPhone, her um, Palm Pilot Blackberry? It took the Blackberry. It caught the Blackberry because she was, because she was running over her head like this. And then, well, because she, it drops the dog. She catches him like this. And they get this really cute shot of him falling like that. And then um, she catches him. And then the hawk loops around. It comes, like, (laughs) (laughs) this dog is running through the it like flies down after her and she starts running the other way. She has her hand above her head and then it grabs her Blackberry. And then that's when she's like, no, no. And then she goes, take the dog, take the dog. And then Betty White and then the mom are standing in the kitchen when Ryan Reynolds comes up and she, and they're like, look, I want to say, with, I want to oh, say it's like something it's stupid. Sammy, you know what I mean? Well, yeah. Yep. Okay. So there's grandma Aggie, the mom, the dad, Jeff. Je- what is it? What is it Jeff? Is Did name? you say Jeff? That feels right. No, no, Jeff Bridges. No, is that's the guy not. It's not that. Jeff Bridges. It's it's right. It's no, the it's guy not. from no, the not. Parenthood. No, it's not. It's not Jeff Bridges. It's the guy from the Parenthood. His name is it's, Jeff. Um, I think Bill. Yes, it's not Jeff Bridges. I don't know why. He also plays Bob Parr in the Incredibles movie. What the fuck is his name? Yes. Yes, he does. Um. Hold on, I'll find him real quick. I know, yeah. I don't know why I said Jeff Bridges. That's not what I meant. I think his name is in Jeff in the movie because I think she says, like, you can't because the mom has that very specific voice. I They're love in a that lot mom. Of they are. They, were they in, are. They were in the book club together, the one where all the women read Fifty Shades of Grey. Yeah. Oh, where'd your they video go for together. a second? Your video went gone for a second. Oh. Now it's back. Yeah, something flashed up on the screen. Honestly, as long as it's still recording, as long as we're still uploading, I don't really care. Yeah, it happens. looks like we are still recording um, and it looks like you're still going. So. Yeah, um, Incredibles. Here we go. Um, it's like see. Bill, it right? Craig T. Nelson. Oh my God, not even close. Craig not even close, Nelson. Nicole. Not even close. Not even you close. know what the problem is? Is my brain is trying to think of Bill Paxton, and it's not Bill Paxton. Kevin, the dog's name is Kevin. Kevin. The dog's name is Kevin. It just came to me. It came. You're to right. Me it's in the Kevin because it's one of those um, weird names that you would never Kevin. name a dog, but it's fucking hilarious to name a dog I, that. That is one of my favorite things. That is one of my favorite things when people name their dogs human names. Yeah, where it's not that like, like no, my, it's not like, like Bailey's or what Sasha or whatever. It's like straight yeah. up Carl. You named your dog Carl. Like like like. I literally like the idea of a dog named Martha. I just think it's so fucking funny. <laughs> oh my god! Please, Madison. I know you're gonna get a cat first, but please name your dog Martha. Like, oh my god! Oh, that's incredible! Oh my god! Okay, thank you. I, I needed well, that. And then like, and then like, the the dog. A dog called dogs Martha. Today, <laughs> one of the dogs I was watching. Today. <laughs> Um, or like, or like, I don't know. I think a dog named like Bernadette would be really yeah, funny. Yeah, that's a good one too. Like, or just there's there's so many. Like, I think a dog named Chad would be hilarious. Okay, I feel like a dog like, also named Brendan because I'm thinking about like Piper in this book is obviously a really good like you know dog name. But like Brendan, yeah, dog the dog Brendan. Yeah. Brendan. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What's your dog's name? Oh, yeah, Brendan. I, just, I feel like. Um. <laughs> okay, or like, hear me out. A dog named Rick would be so. Funny. <laughs> Incredible. Rick! <laughs> come here, Rick! Or like, yeah, or like... <laughs> or like, or like Richard! <laughs> like, I think Richard would be so... <laughs> Richard! Oh my god! 
thing today. This is like, I feel like a little bit more of a common name for dogs, but his name is George. That's <laughs> <laughs> so cute. It's a good one. <laughs> Let me show you. Is George a beagle? I'm going to send you a photo is of George a beagle? Real quick. That no. feels like a common George thing. Oh, no. <laughs> George and George is so cute. George, I literally love him. I love, that I love him so George. much. Um, me too. Like Brad. Okay. Brad's another good dog name. <laughs> Brad. <laughs> mm. George has so much personality. It is See, but you couldn't astounding. do something weird. Like, you couldn't, okay. like, okay, you shouldn't name a person Darwin anymore. Well, you, shouldn't, you can't say you can't, but you really shouldn't name a person Darwin anymore. But you could name a dog Darwin. Okay, Utah. Utah says you can. I hear what you're saying, <laughs> but no. Um, <laughs> I just was watching. My mom has been watching recently Revenge on Hulu, and um, they named one of the kids in there Carl. And I went, no, you can't do that. Oh my George! <laughs> is he kind Isn't of a he poodle? What cutest. is he? Oh my god! Do you want to guess what he is? Is he a poodle mixed with a Dalmatian? No, that's what everybody thinks, though. Is he a poodle mixed with an Australian shepherd? No. He's a poodle, right? He's got poodle in him. He's a doodle yes, of some okay. kind. <laughs> I'm, we'll post these on I, the story because he is literally he's unbelievably so cute. cute. Isn't he the he cutest? So Look cute. at the first pick. Look at the personality. Yeah, in those he's eyes. so honestly the the hair is very mullet esque, and I'm <laughs> I into love it. <laughs> and his we wide little smile. I, so this was my first time. This was my first time taking care of this dog. And when I went over and like met the owner, um, I was like, I'm obsessed with his cut. Like, because it's more of like a poodle cut, <laughs> which most people don't do. And it's right. like his head is my favorite. He literally looks like the dumbest, but I love him at the same. You know what I mean? When you look at dogs, you're like, you're the dumbest boy, but I love you. Sweet baby boy, sweet baby boy got fixed. And so he was on sedatives the whole time. And And so he was just like, I take him out to like pee in the backyard and he would just like. Not know where he is. I love it. He'd like, he'd like like bend down to go poop and then he'd stand up and get distracted by something. And I was like, George. George. Okay, so what is he mixed with? A poodle mixed with what? He's he a doodle, but what is he? A poodle. He's a poodle mixed with a lab and a great Pyrenees. Oh, that's a really interesting combo. Was the yeah? Is, it's okay. Called, it's was it Pyrenoodle? like? Okay, cool. Is the one of the parents a Pyrenees I, I know mixed with? Oh, that. okay. Because I'm trying to think that. of like what you would you know you know when they have multiples like it's not just one and one you know what right. I mean? where it's they like have if two a golden doodle like. With a Dalmatian right. or whatever. Right. But, like, oh, so, my gosh, he is just so stinking cute. And he's big, too. He's cute. He's, he's cute as shit. That's really he cute. He's so a really cute. cute dog. I love also. That so, first pick is literally my favorite. He literally looks so like cute. he's actually posing. Like, these are his senior yeah. photos. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> you should make a dating profile for all the dogs you dog sit. Like, you should make dating profiles for all of the dogs you dog sit. Because you... I, I make a bunch of profiles <clears throat> and then, like, and I'm like. It's not even about me. It's like you are now eligible to go on a walk with me and this dog. Yes. Oh my god, how great of an idea that is. <laughs> that's that's an that's an what idea. Is it though? Because I don't have any control over when I walk the dogs. No, but um it's really funny. So oh, and then yeah, and then on top of that, um your favorite. <laughs> um <laughs> 
Pixel Poppy uh, and um, <laughs> what's his what's his name? Welly. Welly. Oh, Welly. Yeah. Every time I hear Welly's name, right, I do right. in fact think of Hannah Wells and and Wellsy. Not gonna lie. Good. I just like. <laughs> I saw so many cute dogs today. I dogs have four different dogs today. Three oh of them God. were owned by the same people. Well, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. Then, and then I was like also watching George. Well, and they all like know each other, and yeah. usually I would have them all together. But because George just got George fixed. is getting fixed, he can't play. So with is his he friends. only like six months oldish or a year oldish? No, he's like okay. a year. He or no, he's nine. Yeah, I was gonna say old. he's got to be in he's that. Oh, Welly, that boy looks like he is I know, stressed he looks always. Cool. <laughs> I am too blessed to be stressed. <laughs> he, is, he is stressed. Yeah, but I saw so many fucking cute dogs today. It was just a joy. A fucking joy. Um, All that to say, the proposal, Ryan <laughs> yeah, Reynolds. Yeah, because you saw Free Guy. Free Guy. Very Killing good. Eve. Killing Eve because of yeah. Jodie Comer. So I started watching that, which was my show that I started watching that was tasteful. And then I also started watching Wife Swap. Good. I, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love me from 2003 like or like I when love it first me the concept out. of wife swap however yeah. I do think that the sexual community took that and ran with it because like now it's like just like on porn yes. always well <laughs> and also there's like there's like low-key this weird um thing that the creators of the show which is probably why it's not on anymore where they're like consistently taking like quote-unquote well-to-do families and then like switching the mom with like somebody that they consistently deem like no control animals like you know like where they're like they basically make them seem like quote-unquote low class and it's well, really yeah. fucked up <clears throat> like the first episode like i was like damn that's messed up like this lady that seemed like oh it was God, always the concept really right where you had one person who was very strict and orderly and then you had another mom who like was very mm-hmm. lax with their parenting and like their kids could stay up till like 11 and it's like yeah. why are we shaming these well, parents like, i mean maybe you don't know anything about what's going on in their life like you know shit yeah it was very weird and then i kept like looking up articles about like mm-hmm. all the different episodes which probably wasn't great because I should have been doing a hundred other things. But yeah, no, I started watching White Swap and I was like, this is weird. But yes, I, yet I also can't stop. I also am like so far deep into forensic files right now. I love me some forensic files. I love some good true crime every now and then. You don't you don't always get to yeah. sit down and watch like the ID channel. Especially yep. you don't have cable anymore. Like I don't have cable anymore. Well, I, I really don't go on cable anymore, yeah. I should say. I don't um, have cable anymore either. And I honestly couldn't tell yeah. you the only time I watch like true crime stuff is documentaries that come out on Netflix or if my mom's brother because my mom's brother does Plex um, if he puts stuff on there like that they want to watch that's like um, the first 48 or things like that but even the first 48 I don't really like as much Yeah, I like rather um, watch like a cold case style thing than watch like mm-hmm. the first 48 mm-hmm. I I like in theory I like Unsolved but I don't actually like no. it because I want to okay know so I've been listening happens. to crime Whoa. Yeah, it sounded weird. I'm that not going to lie. Um, I've been listening really to... I, I back... Oh, my God. Was that my cootie? No. <laughs> it was not your cootie. What? Oh, oh, what book are you on, by the way, in Ice Planet Barbarians? I uh, So, right now, I'm reading through the Honeymoon books. Oh, okay, cool. And then you'll get to that one that's like Because it's the... about the first four. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you'll get to the one that'll to... be the... Uh, the holiday one, and then you'll get through the next sec section, because the holiday one sets up another <laughs> yeah. couple, and then it gives you the rest of the girls. 
Okay, so it's like the first four, the the honeymoon books, mm-hmm. books, and then which I'm absolutely counting them on Goodreads as individual books. No, you absolutely um, should because they're <laughs> able to be counted that way, and that's exactly how you get your your reading count up. That's ex- that's exactly how you get your numbers, baby. Mm-hmm. Um, that's also with all my poetry books and my comics. <laughs> I count them each as books. They are. I mean, um, they are. But yeah, no, they absolutely are. But um, and then okay, so then it goes the holiday one, yeah. and then it goes. Okay, cool. Yeah. I think um, right yeah, after that, it goes I into Tiffany, still... and then it goes to Josie. I am still obsessed with them. I love it. I did. I told Nicole this earlier. I have read most of Morning Glory Milk Ugh. Farm. Um, I don't think I'm going to do it. It's really bad. I don't think I'm going to do it. Don't. This time, even no. though. <laughs> As I said to Nicole earlier, <laughs> I said, it doesn't matter that he has a humanoid shape. He still has the face of a cow. Yeah, that's weird. And I can't do I that. I can't do that either. Like, at least the it's aliens weird. don't have, like. Because, because like, okay. They have humanoid because, like, faces. aliens, it's like, oh, no, this is, like, this is, like, a humanoid right. creature. It's like an elf. It just, like, looks different. Right. He or, like, has, or, like, a He literally has like, this. He's got the. They have the same facial features. They just have different, like things like the like they have the plating yes, whereas and stuff. like if minotaur it it's like it's like it's because minotaurs they aren't even like they aren't even like like a satyr right. or something which is like right. half and half it's not like human on the front party in the back you know what i mean it's like <laughs> oh my god i want you i want you so badly to do like a glossary of greek mythology and do shit like that where you're like <laughs> Human in the front, like party in the back. Dictionary of Greek mythology. <laughs> Greek, Greek mythology, and it's got like you know what the Indi- Greek mythology. <laughs> it's got um, <laughs> it's got like you know what each creature is in the worlds, and like you know who the gods are. But from your yeah. perspective, <laughs> how to just dis- like describing yeah. the gods and like in like a You're like wine daddy Dionysus. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's the one gay guy in every Absolutely. frat on campus. Absolutely, my my dad, <laughs> right? Yeah, my father, my father. Um, no, nope. not your actual father. Her father is in fact straight. <laughs> that we know of. My godly, Her godly parent. parent. Her godly parent. Um, yeah, no. Morning. I... Is it, it's called Morning Glory Milk Farm. <laughs> milking, milking farm. Mm, not, not good. Milking <laughs> boobies. Okay. No, I know. <laughs> like, I know they're not. It's, it's weird. Well, and like, and I'm just like, I'm like, here's the thing: when you have like a minotaur, it is just, it is just a bipedal cow. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> like it's just a bipedal okay. highland cow because they have um, long hair. Uh, side and I'm like, note I'm like, about cows. Just, I'm sorry, that is bestiality. I finished no, right. it because side I notes. personally am like, DN- do not, I do not DNF, but like. Side note about cows. Um, my favorite thing about cows is the cow tipping that people do. I know it's horrible, but it's my favorite thing. It's my favorite thing right. that people I do. I don't like cow tipping. Makes me sad. I think it's fucking hilarious. I think it's Why? Like, I don't know. How would you cows like are... if you were sleeping and somebody came over and shoved you out of bed? <laughs> yeah, I'd feel pretty shitty, wouldn't it, Nicole? <laughs> but it's fucking hilarious. I know that's bad. I get it. No. I'm probably gonna. Pete is probably gonna email us and be like, "Fuck you, Nicole Basio," and Pete all of you not listen to this. No, of course they don't. Pete, Pete of course would not they listen don't. to this. So yeah, yes. Comfort, but. comfort, care reads are men that care for their ladies. Yes, it's oh my god. Hon- yeah, Which is honestly, it's any couple her that comfort cares for their is ladies. called Wump. I learned that. I don't know if I talked about it on here. Really? That's that's like the name. 
It's wow. literally here. I'll pull. I'll pull up the like fucking definition. I did not know this had a name on before I was looking up hurt comfort. Do I? I don't really necessarily need um, hurt comfort. I just need like take care of me books. Like I'm well because it's my guilt thing. Hurt comfort yeah. is usually guilt. Yeah, of and course. so it's well, like yeah, a absolutely. really good place to find what I like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, WAMP is defined differently by each individual. It's generally, con- it's ju- by the general consensus is that it is a fandom term used to describe situations where a fictional character is hurt, whether it be emotionally or physically, and then treated with comfort by the other character. Yeah, if you look at any of the romance books that we've talked about on this podcast, I think you would yeah. all audience-wise know that that's exactly the kind of shit we love. Because, like, think about The Hating Game. We it. were fucking living oh. for The Hating Game. <sighs> that shit. All right. Well, this is a good one that fits that category today. Um, yes. Um, I am thrilled that you picked this book up and read it because, of course, I've been yes. bitching and talking about, well, not bitching, but talking and talking and talking about it for literal months. And I looked yesterday. Yeah, I've read this book three times this year. That's so many. This year. That's three so times many. this year. Well, Nicole and I also both have already read the sequel as well because we both Which, got arcs. Like, I'm so glad that we we're going to be able to, like, talk about that, like, when it comes out because, like, I- I'm so glad that this book, which, by the way, if we haven't said it, it's ha- it happened one summer. I feel like... By Tessa Bailey. Yeah, by Tessa Bailey. Um, the fact that so this many people are... popping off. That's what I was saying. So many people are talking about it on TikTok and I'm glad mm-hmm. because, like, she really is a good writer. She's got that good, like, hurt comfort vibe that everybody loves and, like, a guilt. She's got a good guilt trip. This one. She's also really good at writing smut. And I think so many people on BookTok oh. are, like, living for that. <laughs> <laughs> this? Okay. This book. <laughs> I, after the first, like, true, like, sexual encounter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I had to, I had to put it down. Because I knew if I kept reading, I was going to have to masturbate that night. That's okay. And I was just... I feel like I did... Well, I think I did have to do a one-handed read when I read the first... Read this through the first time. Yes. So. Do the do the left-handed one, too. I actually don't do a left-handed read because my left hand is... Uh... Never mind. Your left hand is... Yes. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm looking at you differently now. Why? Really? Hold on. <laughs> oh! <laughs> Yeah, so when people talk about when people talk that. about left-handed <laughs> reads, I think it's so funny because I'm like, oh, I still keep it in my right hand. <laughs> I love your Alexis Rose hands right now. <laughs> I've been noticing I've been doing that a lot lately too because I looked at my brother earlier yesterday and I did something that was very like David, and my mom looks at me and goes, "Okay, David," and I was like, "I listen, listen, like I know, I know that like." Everybody's like, "Oh, you're David," but I, I, I act outwardly. Absolutely, no, absolutely, like, you are. I am because one thousand like, percent. Like, the way I keep doing things, where I'm like, I'm like, no, I get it. <laughs> like I do that kind of shit all the time. I'm just like. Mm-hmm. Also, before no. we jump more into this book, I just <laughs> have just, to point out to everybody uh, who's listening because we've already talked about it. Um, Madison yes. and I are wearing the same shirt, and it's from Blissfully Bookish's little the literary satire. The Blissfully Bookish. What just came out of my mouth? Lit- 
<laughs> the, literary, the literary satchel it comes out every quarter each one has a theme and there's like a sticker a shirt and like some other fun little like trinket type that things. was so Alexis your I'm hair was like this, this yeah. as you did like trinket type <laughs> things like come on la 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 a the little bit of Alexis the nails don't <laughs> I love Alexis <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little bit single, even when I'm not. <laughs> I'm a little bit no, no. Which is yeah, yeah. when I drive my car. I'm a little bit tipsy when I drive my car. Well, it also doesn't it doesn't help that I've got like that my nails are like popping off right now, and so I'm like using my hands a lot. I more love this journey like, for you. <laughs> yeah, it's just this is like I literally do this all the time where I go like. I'll be having, I'll be like meeting somebody and we're just like telling a casual story and I'll be talking about, I don't even know what, and I'll go like, and then I was like, <laughs> no, like, I just, just think it's so funny I, that I don't know we what it is. as a society have glam, like glammed, glommed onto the mannerisms of the Rose family in just different forms, right? Like everyone does like Bebe. Like I said Bebe earlier today and Zach yes. went, what? And I went Bebe. Okay. Um... <laughs> I literally, I can't, I can't talk to an Alexis without going, <laughs> Alexis. Like. <laughs> or like, you can't meet a David and go, David, <laughs> like, you just can't. Yeah. We're blurplinger. I just. Herfliffer. It's so great that a show that one, a show that one is fucking funny as hell, incredible about a, just has been so, so immersive in the pop culture that we now do the mannerisms. Like, w- yeah. what other show do we do that for? I can't even think of one. It's New Girl. Okay, New Girl's a good one. We all we all do a little bit of New Girl. Yeah, because, every now and then. Like, like, I, to this day, if I literally will just be like, like, <laughs> she does in the first... Oh my god, that's hilarious. Tobler on. Always stay strapped. (laughs) What the fuck? Another weird thing that you and Zach have in common. Tobler on. Okay. My keyboard brush. I know, I know. I just wondered why you were pulling that out in addition to the Tobler on. Okay, so this book though, because this book has so much and we loved it. Shall I read the back? So, do you want to read the back? Well, I, yeah, at this point, I feel like that's just... Yeah, we you do yeah. the backs. Like, we, <laughs> yeah. we've we agreed, you do <laughs> it, the backs. It's, it's because I stutter through a lot of it. <laughs> I must need to take a speech class or something because I'm not good at this shit. Uh, it Happened One Summer, a novel. Mm-hmm. Tessa Bailey, New York Times bestselling you. author. Please don't read this like an audible narrator. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here we go. Um... Tessa Bailey is back with a Schitt's Creek-inspired rom-com about a Hollywood it girl who's cut off from her wealthy family and exiled to a small Pacific Northwest beach town where she butts heads with a surly, sexy local who thinks she doesn't belong. There's no period at the end of that sentence. I just noticed that. What the fuck? That, <laughs> that's really frustrating. Excuse I'm gonna me, drop Avon? I know, Avon. What the fuck? Mm-hmm. 
Piper Bellinger is fashionable and influential, and her reputation as a wild child means the paparazzi are constantly on her heels. When too much champagne and an out-of-control rooftop party land Piper in the slammer, her stepfather decides enough is enough. So he cuts her off and sends her and her sister to learn some responsibility running their late father's dive bar in Westport, Washington. Piper hasn't even been in Westport five minutes when she meets big, bearded sea captain Brendan Taggart, who thinks she won't last a week outside of Beverly Hills. So what if Piper can't do math? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i never read the back of this book <laughs> in which i'm piper um <laughs> excuse my seagull calls right there oh my god <laughs> <laughs> sorry the tea kettle's ready <laughs> okay <laughs> good Okay. To the so, fucking dog from uh, Houseman Castle just... <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're all heen, in a way. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So what if Piper okay. can't do math? Um, <laughs> and, okay. So what if Piper can't do math and the idea of sleeping in a shabby apartment with bunk beds gives her hives? How bad could it really be? She's determined to show her stepfather and the hot, grumpy local that she's more than just a pretty face. Except it's a small town, and everywhere she turns, she bumps into Brendan. The fun-loving socialite and the gruff fisherman are polar opposites, but there's an undeniable attraction. <laughs> I love the word undeniable, just like talking over it. Did you hear that? I really didn't. I kind of just thought you were going with it, so I'm I'm good. I'm, oh I was my good. god! I didn't no, think I literally did. like. <laughs> My voice went like. <laughs> I think it sounded fine. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> All right, go no, anyway. go for it. Go for it one um, more time. Let's see. But there's but there's an undeniable attraction simmering between them. Piper doesn't want any distractions, especially feelings for a man who sails off into the sunset for weeks at a time. Yet, as she reconnects with her past and begins to feel at home in Westport, Piper starts to wonder if the cold, glamorous life she knew is what she truly wants. L.A. is calling her name, but Brendan and his town full of memories, this town full of memories, may have already caught her heart. His town full this of memories work me. as well, so it's okay. <laughs> yeah, it, do- it totally it does. does. Because it is his it is, town. Is. Okay. Okay. Um, first of all, Piper's the best. I love Piper. I, she's, she's simply the I will say that the first, the first time I read this book, it took me probably till chapter four when it's from Brendan's perspective for the first time. And he's like kind of criticizing her where I didn't hate her anymore because the first two chapters, it's like really, really, really her being kind of annoying. In the beginning. In the beginning, I definitely was like, oh, you're like, I can see that you're the worst. And you totally deserve to yes. be sent off. Like, yes. for sure. But also your family's, besides Hannah, like, the worst. Hannah? Like, Maureen right. sucks. Her stepdad yeah. sucks. Like, because they're, cause they're like, yeah, she deserves to be, like, reprimanded. But also you guys are, no, you're 100%. mean to her. You're mean to her for the life that you kind of right. built you into her. You spoiled your own child. It's your fault. Like, I refuse yeah. to let and, like, parents there's, there's off a with that between, kind of thing. Like, yeah, there's a difference between, like, spoiling and then, like, spoiling with responsibility. For sure. Like, you can be given things you and know learn I mean? to respect and um, appreciate them. And that can be considered, mm-hmm. yeah, you're spoiled and like And, like, to stuff, work and, like... Piper's spoiled in the way that she mm-hmm. never has a repercussion for anything until this moment when she's 28. 
Like, what the fuck? Right. Why did it take you 28 years to reprimand mm-hmm. her? Like, I don't... That's the thing that really pisses yeah, me off about Piper's yes, character exactly. in the early chapters. Well, and, like, and I, it's not, it's not like, for, for lack of, like, better comparison, it's not, like... He met them when she was 12, and she's like, you're not a real dad. Like, he's basically He's their dad dad. for all of intents and purposes. Like, Like, he totally... Yeah. For most of the memory. For Hannah, completely her memory, memory. right? Um, Which, we'll get there when we talk about her. Yeah, but for me, for sure, the first time I read this, Piper in the beginning is very annoying. I will Mm -hmm. say one of my favorite things about Piper, though, in the beginning, in those first three chapters, is the fact that she's nice to, I think her name's Lena, the guard, who, like, she gets to, like, whatever. Like, I do think that, like, Piper, in that moment, you can tell she's not a bad person. She's just had Mm -hmm. a weird set of circumstances where she's not a very good person either at that moment. So, she's not bad in the sense that she's evil or, um whatever she's just more along the lines of like she's not given credit for certain things like she can be very kind to people she just doesn't normally uh, and honestly like a lot of i feel like a lot of piper's issues are coming from people like putting her in a box yeah for sure i mean like because like her boyfriend yes like everybody expects that she's just gonna like meh you know, do nothing. And when you expect people to do nothing, they're going to continuously do nothing because it's like, it's like same thing with students. If you expect them to perform poorly, they're going to consistently perform poorly because you are not putting that belief in them. For sure. And I like that oh, you can glean all of that from the first three chapters of Piper's perspective. That's what makes you me love Tessa that Bailey. You from chapter one. Right. And like, I mean, I will never forget how I felt. Okay. I am definitely one of those people. We've talked about this when we did the Crave discussion. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm one of those people that doesn't normally necessarily like a lot of pop culture in a, a narrative because, like, I feel mm-hmm. like it does take me out of it a little bit more than I think the author wants. Mm-hmm. However, because it's not... This, I think, works. Exactly. It's not so immersive. It's like, okay, yeah, like, Ansel yeah. Elgort is... Elgort? What the fuck is his last name? Elgort. Elgort. Okay. He's in the background or, like, whatever, and they mention, like, a couple yeah. people. It's subtle. It's not... Harry Styles' song is playing on the radio. (laughs) Because I feel like because that book like just came out and the fact that it was Ansel Elgort, it made it more believable almost because she picked somebody who's not really in the limelight anymore, but definitely would still be at one of these parties. I was like, correct. Yeah, she did a really good job. Honestly, the socialite Mm -hmm. aspect of it. Also, just just because I have to say it, because of course I do. This book is not only like Schitt's Creek inspired, but it does have the same setup as the actual movie. It happened one night, which is a socialite falls in love with somebody Mm -hmm. who's like consider like blue collar i guess um yeah and so that um, that for me is like, good too ugh. because i think it's really easy to get stuck in the socialite like mm-hmm. mindset and i love that early on you can tell piper still deep down there's something there that's mm-hmm. more than what people have given her credit for or that put her into these boxes yeah. like you mentioned so yeah i just like okay also just as a side note westport sounds like okay i i won't lie i looked up photos mm-hmm. of westport because it's it a real is. place. The Westport of my head is my dream town. Same. The Westport of photos is not exactly for I me. think it's interesting because, um, for me, it's very, very small. I picture small. it more like how I pictured... It's, for me, it's literally just a variation on the town from the Wicked Deep. Yes, I know I know you would mention Sarah. that. Um, for me, it's a weird yeah. version, and I, I know the reason why it's this way, so don't hate me for it, but it's a seaside version of Stars Hollow. <laughs> No, I kind of agree with that. 
I kind it's for it's me like, it's like oh idealistic God, okay, let me let me like think of how I picture this so like you know you got your like main front it's almost like no you want to know what it is for me it's almost like Mackinac Island oh where the yes. hills go oh, up into the houses one. yes yeah, with like a little yes. hint of San Francisco with the, I think like the hills like I I picture yeah. Brendan yeah, living yeah, yeah. in like a house Absolutely. on a hill and they like park the truck on and they the yeah, steps up sure. that's like how I picture it for sure yes. For sure. Yes. Very. Th- and mm-hmm. that's very Washington. I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm kind of a little bit only basing that on Twilight, but whatever. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, yes. But no, I think you're right. If, if any of you are let, listen to us have ever been to Mackinac Island, if you haven't, it's a really fun tourist it's, spot. And Michigan you should truly, definitely try it one time. take a vacation here at least once. At least once. Yeah. Um, Mackinac Island's a great place to go do that because it is a huge tourist trap mm-hmm. and it's actually beautiful. There's no There's motorized no vehicles on yeah. the thing. Except for ambulances. Um, I think with the worry. exception of, mm-hmm. that's what I was going to say, with the exception of like emergency vehicles. Mm-hmm. And um, and they had one time in the last like 50 years where I think I think Pence or Trump had put the cars, they're taking cars onto the island, which yeah. was like, a, like two years ago. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I'm pretty positive. But regardless... I totally agree with you. That's a very good because like you're the boats, the way that the boats yes, come like up, come and, like, into like all the shore, that. yeah. Yes. Where it's like, and yes. I feel like, oh. and like, like to me, it almost feels like, like, a, almost like a. Code. And the winery is where like Mission yes. Point is, like yes. Mission Point yes. Hotel and Lighthouse. Oh yes, yes. Madison. Thank you. Thank good thank experience. You. Or like, yeah, it's like it's like it really is to me. It was like part Traverse City, part. Okay, yeah, fair Mackinac enough. That's a good Island, one. Like. I think people are really surprised how many coastal cities we have. Because, like, we have shoreline. We have coast. The, it's just not what you think. Three three quarters of the state's edge is coastline. Yeah, I think the only only pieces are the ones that are connected to Wisconsin and then Indiana and Ohio. Well, and Canada. Everything else is coastline. We're connected to Canada? In the UP, right? I didn't think we were actually connected, but maybe we are. I, what a great time to look up. <laughs> oh my god, that TikTok audio where she's like, stay here and do whatever. And then he's like, whatever you need, princess. I love the guys that have been doing that because there was one guy with like girls with thick thighs or whatever. I'm like, yeah, I, I saw that men. one. Those men are um, my favorite. Let's see. Map of US. The map of us. Yeah, UP connects to Canada. Oh, right okay. at the, Where you is know, it? you know, like, you know, like. You can do the hand. If you, okay. <laughs> this is the right way for you, correct? This looks yep. like mm-hmm. UP. That looks like the UP. Like yep. Honestly. Oh, by Sault Ste. Marie. Michi- yeah. Okay. Yes. Yes. Michigan is the most user-friendly state. Yeah. And all you Wisconsiners, sorry to hate on you, but you cannot fucking take the mitten thing. I don't care what you oh say. God. Your state yeah. does not look like sorry, a mitten. Sorry. Wisconsin. <laughs> it looks like a bear claw when you do that. Tell me, tell me, it doesn't look like a bear claw when you do that. This is why they call me Bear Claw. <laughs> All right. Okay, so back to the book. Great comparison for Westport. Ah, yes. Great comparison for it Westport. Was Jess. I thought you were Katie. <laughs> I'm fucking sorry. I'm sorry. Um. Yeah. Great comparison for Westport. Um, Westport. Yes. I. I feel like it's very much a like a like Mackinac Islandy type town because like I it's not flat to me it's yeah. hilly. It didn't feel flat to me either. Like I feel like or like or like almost like Maine ish. Yeah, you know the thing about it that's really great about Tessa Bailey and from this 
book in particular, her other stories were in that I've read are in like Long Island. So like in the New York area. So it's a little bit still kind of coastal because mm-hmm. like Long Island does obviously have a little bit more coast and yeah. stuff. Um, but this, I don't know if she's ever been to Westport. I do know that like Westport, the city reached out to her was like, come do a book signing. Because like they were like, that's really cool. Yeah. I do, however, think that even if she hadn't gone, she does a very good job of making her own Westport in this story because it yeah. feels very real. The the second book does this a lot with like the talk of like it being like kind of like sleepy and, you know, dreary at points yeah. because of the weather and like the climate and all that stuff. But I loved Westport the minute they entered it. And I love the scene when she's standing mm-hmm. out in the rain and Brendan's like, what the fuck is this girl in a floppy hat doing here? Yeah. That is one of my favorite yeah. Brendan moments. There's a ton. I have so many in this story. I... Oh, I just like how, oh my God, literally my, my like crap part. <laughs> I love when Hannah, I, I truly like, I love Hannah. I love, I love Hannah. Hannah. I, Hannah's my, easily um, one of my favorite characters. When she, when she runs out and she's like, stop fucking talking to her, you fucking bully. And he's like. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. It's one of, it's the like, best. Like that like. Kind of music starts playing. It's interesting. That's, I'm just like. Hannah's a great character because you would think that sometimes, maybe it's, maybe it's just my personal belief with like a lot of books is like, oftentimes siblings for whatever reason have this weird clash and sisters especially typically are pitted against each other. Yeah. Hannah and Piper are like close. they work And I love that because they're so different. Yeah, I love that. Like Hannah picking her up from the police station Mm -hmm. and you can already tell she's different because she's wearing a sweatshirt and a ball cap. And like, you know that she's like different. Um, Truly, literally. True, right? Um, The other thing, though, with like Hannah's character is that she didn't have to go with her sister to like Westport. She chooses to go. And it just like shows you just how much you Mm -hmm. like should put your stake in Hannah. So if you're considering... And also put your right. stake in Piper because if you're putting your stake in Hannah as a person and Hannah is willing to go right. that far for Piper, you have to like just be like, yes, of course, Piper is like a good person. Well, and, and, it, you know, and I when love- she says to Hannah that like, I think there's a scene, I can't remember if it's like, it might be later on in the story, but there's a part where she tells Hannah like, I have some of your records for you because and Hannah's like, oh, I couldn't fit them in my luggage. And Piper's like, I know. Oh, and I was yes. like, that's, that's, yes, 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 yes. that's love right there. That's sisterly oh. love that I love. Yes. Um, yes. So I do love Hannah and oh. I do love that early, the early scenes like, with Brendan where you're like, he's a total douchebag. Yeah, I love like every single time, every single time he's a douche to her and then she's like, fine fuck you and then like walks away and he's like no oh, shit i want to keep talking to that's her my fucking that is like too. that is my it's so well done too because he Ugh. he wants to keep seeing her Ugh. and he keeps seeing her because it's a small town yes. but like the okay the scene and it's right after the one that you just mentioned with hannah being like you're such a bully and he takes her into the red buoy to go have like the fish and chips and he's like i only have this one shot to yes. basically talk to her and i like love that scene because you really get it then where he's like He's attracted to her. And who wouldn't be? Piper sounds incredibly beautiful. Like, mm-hmm. this, like, honey golden blonde hair and, like, sweet, yeah. like, personality with, like, this sexy body. Like, I would totally mm-hmm. be into Piper as well. Like, I know, and Hannah is also mm-hmm. just equally gorgeous. Um, no, the same. Well, because also, like, in the first whole bit, even though I have fancasted somebody else, you just picture Annie Murphy. Oh, 100%. And she's absolutely stunning. Mm-hmm. She's absolutely stunning. Annie Murphy is 
unbelievably beautiful. Like, effortlessly, right? Like, effortlessly beautiful. Yes. So. She is so, oh my god, I love her. I do think it's really cool, though, because, like, the scene in the in the grocery store where Brendan's like, oh my god, I can't fucking stand her. But I'm like, you're into her. You just don't want to admit you're into her yes. right now because of, like, all mm-hmm. the other hangups you have with the, like, deceased wife and, like, whatever. Which, um, mm-hmm. the first time I did read this book, I don't remember if they mentioned it until... I think the moment in the grocery store about the wedding ring, right? Like, I don't think they mentioned, like, him, her, his wife being dead until the grocery store. No, no, it's at the bar. Okay. She starts to turn it on. For no, him yeah, I know he, in, but I don't think they mention the if he's, if his wife is dead in that moment. I think they don't mention it until the grocery oh, store. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, the first time I read this, mm-hmm. if that's how it is, I believe I remember going, oh, shit, I really don't want this to be a story a la Nicholas Sparks, sort of, where it's story. like, you and your wife have this bad relationship and you're like in love with another woman who just came to town. Like that's not my right. thing. I do like that he his wife is deceased and like I I really do love a mm-hmm. lot of the stuff about his wife in this book because to me I, it's sad, but I do like how it fits with his personality more. Well, I kind of because like honestly because of Mick, I did not like his ex. I don't think. Or his, I think his, him and his wife, his, his, uh, his de- deceased wife, his he's widowed, right? Wife. Um, deceased the wife. fact that his yeah. former wife <laughs> is deceased, I don't think she was yeah. a bad person, but I do think that like her and him were in no. a situation where they couldn't really love anybody else because, or like find anybody else because they were kind of forced together. Because exactly, of and it, he mentions that right. Yeah. And it's interesting to me because I, I yeah. like that storyline for the fact that like Piper for him is his first time doing something for himself in that regard because he's so yeah. young when he marries. Well, and like there is this kind of like weird. There is this like weird level of um. I, I don't know, maybe I'm just, like, projecting for Piper or whatever, but I feel like because of the way so many people in the town, like, either on purpose or inadvertently say shit to her about, like, being strong mm-hmm. or, like, like, mixing shit about my wife, that I feel like if she had come to town, say it was more of the Nicholas Park type thing, I just feel like she would have been not nice Oh, to no, her. she wouldn't have been. No, absolutely she wouldn't have been. And I think because, yeah. Do you know what I mean? And so I feel like I'm, I'm like, projecting this character onto this like deceased yeah. idea of a woman in the story that I just like well and I, I think feel too like, like knowing who Brennan's character is know. just understanding how loyal he is he would have never looked Piper's way had that Nicholas Sparks thing had happened like if his wife was alive he would have never looked yeah. Piper's way further than appreciating her or exactly. it would have been a very different story it'd been totally it different been and I, d- I don't know but I do agree like I could still see yeah. him doing that, but it would be it would, just he a would be a different character different in my story. opinion. I think he would be just a different type of person. But I do think you're right mm-hmm. in the sense that like his wife. Yeah. Um, it's sad because I do think it's one of those weird situations where I want to know that Brendan was happy before all of this, but I don't feel like he was, and he never he never really says he was. Mm-hmm. He wasn't. No, homeboy. And it's homeboy was not happy. Homeboy yeah, was that's content. the thing, right? And I just. Uh, yeah, it's just sad because even. you're like with Piper, like, he talks about how his whole world's like lit up and it's different and she's, you know, she makes him feel better. Well, and the yeah, routine just, sort of thing. And it like, sucks because I do think that like yeah. I really, really hate Mick and I hated him right from the get go. I mean, I don't think you have a lot to hate him in the early times, but I do feel like he comes off a little bit wary of them. And I think everybody in the town does. Well, but even even like 
Even when Fox is talking about the the party and he's like, you don't have to go. And he's yes. like, you know, I know that Mick would like. Where it, You've Fox given her so like, many times. Like, yes. you know that they're dragging you into. Well, yeah. And like, and like, Fox, he literally says like, dude, you know, they're dragging you into their grief. And Fox you don't is have one to of my favorite there. characters as well because he's such a great best friend. Um, I love he's him. A really- <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were gonna love Fox, I, and especially when you read Hook, Line, and Sinker. Anybody who does get an arc or who has to wait, Fox is so an incredible much. love interest and character. He is. He's just oh, wonderful. My God. Um, he is very different than Brendan, but very similar in some ways. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. They're they're great. They're great to. St- I am. I am a salute for Brendan, and I knew Madison was going to be a, such a fox slut. Like I knew it. Yeah. Like I knew don't, you don't were. Get me, don't get me wrong. Any Brendan oh. Daggers out there, uh, you're welcome to come. My you way. are welcome. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. But also, but the fact oh. is, is Fox is a really good friend, and I think in that moment, that first time he says that to him, I had so much more for like respect for Fox's character than I had yeah. throughout the rest of the story. Like, I mean, I mean, obviously I have so much respect for him anyway, but like mm-hmm. that first moment set up how I felt about Fox the rest of the time I read these yeah. books. Well, like the whole, the whole time you read, like she did a really good job of like setting him up to kind of be like, Oh, he's got these issues, but not making him so like playboyish that you don't like him. Right. Because he's his not personality a is such like a winner. Yeah. Well, yeah. To whore. like, for like, you know, in the sense Lack of, of like, a better the, term. Yeah, in the sense, in the of, sense of the he is like that people call to, him that. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, he's not a. Mm, this is not. He's about not. Singer. We really just got to talk. About yeah. It. No, we, we can't. Because we <laughs> we're gonna go in too deep, and then we're gonna be. Like, I know. Wait, I know. Cut, I know. Cut, 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 fuck. Cut, cut. Fuck. Um. Okay. So, but that <laughs> moment where he, the party. This is the thing that really pissed me off about Mick. Mick didn't tell her what the party was, but he said it was a party. That's fucked. And it's That's like, fun. I knew Knowing from exactly. that moment, right, he knew what it was. That's the thing that bothered me. And I'm like, I remember reading this the first time going, it's weird that Brendan has to go to this thing at Blow the Man Down and Piper's supposed to, I remember going, no, why wouldn't he say oh, that? Yeah, the minute I put two and two together, I was like, oh, no, 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 no. And it, here's my thing. I wonder if somebody, and we don't know because we didn't get too many perspectives outside of Piper and Brendan. I wonder if somebody mentioned that, like, Brendan and her went toe-to-toe and Mick got defensive, oh, like he does throughout yeah. the rest of this book. And so he decided to humiliate Piper by not yeah. telling her. Like, I wonder if that's kind of the intention we're supposed to glean because it's mm-hmm. a small town. Everyone knew about Brendan and Piper. They knew about that encounter. Everyone looked at her differently the minute she walks into town. Yeah. And they even see them at the grocery store. So, like, I have to believe yeah. that that's the intention that's subtly there but not said Mm -hmm. um and i really hate almost every single adult and every single parent figure in the story i absolutely loathe like i just hate them the mom the opal opal's a grandma still could have reached out yeah opal still could have reached out yeah um but i don't hate her as much as i hate like her mom the mom for not telling her that's the thing we didn't even say yet their mother that is oh oh hello Hello. sorry you were you you were gone for a minute and then you're back now the visuals, the visuals. Oh, there it goes. It's yeah. back. Sorry, that was weird. The visuals frozen, so I wasn't sure if the audio was going to be. No, weird, I but... think it's, I think it's good. I think yeah. it's fine. So yeah, their mom mm-hmm. in the early book part of the book. Oh. That is that is so unbelievably fucked. I I understand a little bit because like it is a traumatic death, but like your kids are twenty eight and twenty six, and you haven't. They deserve to know. Like, what the hell's wrong with you? Yes, they were four and two when he died. That's their biological father. But, like, it's not like he left them. Like, he didn't want to leave them. 
And right. it's not for you to choose well, and that. Like, like, and granted, could yeah. Hannah and Piper have asked? Maybe. But maybe they felt, like, from their mom that they couldn't have asked. Yeah, but, like, if your mom never wants to talk about it and never brings it up, that becomes a taboo Exactly. That and that's kind of how I feel. That's why I get mad about it. And that's why I think I don't like her mom a lot or their mom a lot because their mom had every opportunity to, one, tell them about their grandmother – which I think pisses me off even more mm-hmm. because I remember them when I found out that it was Opal was their grandma. I wasn't expecting that to be the case when they first mentioned Opal. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that was something you were expecting. Um, well, I had a feeling it was going to be a family member, but I just didn't know. Yeah, how. it's interesting. That, I mean, it would have been cool I to be an aunt was, too. But that's another thing. That's another thing with fucking Mick going. Oh, are you going to go see Opal? Why would you not say are you going to go see your right. grandma? You know, who I mean, her granted, that is you know her. Obviously, that's to- a plot device. I know story wise. I know. I know but again, that makes like, me hate Mick. Yeah, absolutely. I can't help but it makes me yes. hate Mick. Yeah, so I don't oh, like the mom. God. I don't hate. I, if I had to rank who I hate, it goes Mick, their mother, their stepfather. Those are the main people. <laughs> um, there's a few other people like Sanders' wife. Like I hate yeah. her too. We'll we'll get to her later. Um, oh, she she sucks. She sucks. Lady, you mm-hmm. suck. Honestly, though, <laughs> I I also have beef. With all of the parents of Abe's grandkids. For sure. You can't help your dad walk go to the walk fu- up so that he can go. Your sweet his old man dad. <laughs> tell me, did yes, tell me, did that give you major um the, the holiday Kate Winslet yeah. vibes with the old guy next door who's the screenwriter? Every single time what is his name? It's not Arnold, it's I don't remember. I'm really bad at remembering shit like that. Is his name Abe? Maybe. Arthur. His name is Arthur. His name is Arthur. Yeah. No, yeah, it did piss Iris me off. Arthur. It did piss me off. And it like made me it made me so mad. I was like, that is so fucked. There's it's, two of you. And you're run running a fucking store. hardware store in a small town. You can take five minutes to walk your father up to the you fucking can, thing. You can take, you can literally, and if there's two of you, I think one person can handle the store. I don't think you have that many customers. Again, another plot device, but something oh that God. I'd be pissed about in real life. Absolutely something yes, I'd be pissed about yes. in real life. But yeah, so if I had to rank yeah. it, it definitely goes Mick, their their mother, and their stepfather. And the reason why I don't hate their stepfather as much is because I do think that some of the stuff that their stepfather does is more understandable than their mom. Because I think, like, as your biological yeah. children, you should be telling them about your father. Their stepfather. Right. It's not his place. It's not right. his place to be doing any of those things. Right. But I am mad at him for the way he treats Piper. 100%. I absolutely loathe like, the ending of the, the story. Way the way he speaks to her. Touched. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, my God. The ending. Okay. So, basically, Piper and Hannah, you know, they, like, they redo the bar. Yeah. Which is which super is, cool. I, I, love I love that part that. of it, too. That's one of the yeah, other things I love, I love about that. Tessa Bailey. She does that in her other, um, in her Fixer Upper series. Is obviously a lot of construction stuff. And there is a book where yeah. they do, like, a mm-hmm. um, reality TV show where they're, re- they're fixing houses. And it's between the brother and mm-hmm. the sister. And they're, like, trying to see who's going to win. Mm-hmm. It's a whole thing. So, I, I remember reading this and going, oh, yeah. I got my little vibes again. Because I think she does a really good job of describing, like, yeah. home improvement type of stuff. Oh, absolutely. Well, and, like, I just... The the pergola. The fact that Piper invites him, even with being, like... Oh, yeah. I don't know what my plan is, but I still... Like, deep down, she... I Like, we all know she doesn't want to go back to Los Angeles. She's just having trouble... Coming to terms with like, that. Like, voicing that because she's worried... Yeah, because she doesn't want to be let down again by somebody else. Right, in her life. and Brendan because they always and let Brendan, her down. I don't, I don't blame her for that either. Because as much as I love him, 
she has every right to be wary. I mean, it's not just all these other people. Brenton also did not like her to start. And I cannot imagine being like, well, what if he just reverts on that? Because I am that person underneath. And she says that before. She's like, I mean, not underneath, yeah. but surface level, she does believe that she is this, um, she's just nothing. Yeah. She's like vapid, vapid and like she has all these yeah. issues. And so she, I understand why she's still worried and all that. And I do like that they get closer, but. Yeah, it pisses me the fuck off that he doesn't show up because he doesn't believe in her. And it's like a little bit too like I get yeah. the idea that yeah, you're you work and you have this stuff, but if you really cared about your daughter, who's supposed to be your adopted daughter, you would have made time. Also, homeboy with the amount of money that I am Oh yeah, you have based off of the entire fucking book. You can afford to fly in for one yeah, day. Yeah, you could afford you can afford to tell the actor that you're going to be hiring, "Hey, you can wait a day. My daughter's about to open up a bar. If you Literally, cared about her, like, you would have. If you're like Academy Award winning, they would have waited. Like, yeah. If you wanted if to, it, you if would. it had said Brad Pitt was going to be in the movie, somebody who was a list, it didn't even mention who the celebrity was, right? It just said an actor and its agent. So no. to me, that's even worse. But even still, even still, I feel like I I am of the personal opinion too that if an actor's worth hiring, they'd be a good Absolutely. person regardless, because like. They'd be like, yeah, oh, it's, I understand. He doesn't call like, him because he doesn't believe in maybe her. We can, maybe we can do, like, you can probably get, like, a private space on a fucking private jet and you can have yeah, a video absolutely. call. Like, yeah. find me a fucking He river. doesn't come because he it. doesn't believe in her. Or he, he's he's diminishing her, her abilities again. Whether or not he <sighs> says he believes in her, it's more of the idea that, like, he mm-hmm. doesn't think it's a priority he doesn't make her a priority and i would love Mm -hmm. to believe that he like believes in her quote unquote but really realistically i just feel like it doesn't he doesn't really i feel like he thinks oh i'm just gonna go there and it's gonna be this weird little thing and i don't want to do that like he was probably expecting she'd stay out there for however many months come back sell the bar figure something out and then like come back and just maybe be like a little bit more responsible, not throw crazy parties, right. parties, but still right. like live off. Which, by the way, mm-hmm. and I kind, I kind of like, I kind of like that. Like, they, I mean, one can assume that with the Hannah Fox story that is to come, you know, like he's not moving to Los Angeles. You, none of these men would ever no. move to LA. Like, let's be fucking honest. So you can kind of parse out that. You know, given yeah. that it has a happy ending, I mean, you pulled, you bought yeah, the book. Yeah, it's romance, you know bro. It, they're they're going to live in Westport. Um, Come like, on. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, or, yeah, but they're like, right. you know, like, she's not staying in Los Angeles. Um, you Like, I kind of like that they lose both of them, in a sense. Well, like, and I like you. that they, I like that. that the girls go you home, in a way. Like, and they honestly, go back to where their they, roots are. And I don't know if it's like, I do have this yeah. little, like soft spot for people Mm -hmm. i've said this before and i believe i said this because of this book i would be the woman in the hallmark movie who falls in love with a small town guy and picks up her entire life from new york and moves there like i know i would be oh i could totally see myself if it's if it's in a coastal town that is me 100 percent. i couldn't do it with like right i know you couldn't i I could do it with other places but for me it has to be i feel like but like there is something very soft about, and from I have a sweet spot, for characters who go back to their quote-unquote roots. Yep. Like, 
characters that are, you know, celebrities that, like, are, like, famous musicians and they have to go home because of something that happened. And they, like, you mm-hmm. know, remember what made them. I Those are the kinds of things. And this is not the same way because it's, yeah. they wouldn't have been One there Direction, that long, Don't Forget Where You Belong books. Right. Yeah. Um, but it's in a way that, like, Hannah and Piper feel something about Westport. They just don't know what it is. And I feel like... Here's the thing that I think is so interesting. I have sat here thinking about this a lot. If Hannah and Piper had grown up in Westport, I still think they would have ended up with the two boys that they ended I, up I with. Agree. I agree. Because I agree. I think because Piper and Brendan. I think, I think Brendan and Piper would have got together in high school. And they would have Absolutely. had like and they would have a just very tumultuous breakup in college because she would have wanted to go sow her wild oats and then they would have gotten back together. They would have been like a Yeah, she would have come home and done romance. a whole thing. Yep. Right. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then and then because of being Hannah's or Piper's younger sister and Fox was always around hanging out with them, Piper would be, or Hannah would become friends with Fox regardless. Mm-hmm. And then it would still be the same story with them. It's just that it yeah. would be about That's the her. YA Y-A-N-A version yes. of this story. <laughs> yes, ab- absolutely. Like, it's I just, like, I, I do yeah. firmly believe, based on their personalities, like, and especially with they Henry would as their dad. I have, I have such a heart on for Henry. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I do, too. I know, I know I, What not. is it with us? In, what, is, what, is that, what is it with us and some uh, father figures lately? I'm not going to lie to you. There's been a couple where I'm like, oh, I'm into the dad here. And I know we have an episode our daddy's involved. But mm-hmm. let me just say that it's gotten worse. It's, <laughs> it's yeah. gotten worse. I've, I've, like, downloaded several books just because it's, like, this person, <laughs> ex-boyfriend's bad. <laughs> like, yeah, or where it's, like, your dad's best friend and you're like, oh, shit. <laughs> Mm-hmm. It's oh, that's like, so bad. Because I would never do that in real life. I would never do no, that in real it's life. Just, the idea of but that the fantasy me in real life. I can't even imagine. I just, I do agree with you. I think Henry Cross was, in fact, the, the hottest man in that fucking He town. was, like, I And then know, Brendan I came along. <laughs> and then Fox. Fox yes, and Brendan yes. came along and they took over as the town like, hotties. I know, I know that, like, I just feel like in my soul that, like, Henry was a mix of Fox and Brendan. Oh, so like, true. Kind of a lighter so brown, true. like a lighter brown blonde hair, but like Brendan's burliness and like the really gruff beard. Like, like, okay, wait. The fact I'll, that he I'm, dies young and he's probably in his 20s, we're okay to hit on him. That's okay. We're okay to hit yes, on him. Yes, that's a- If he's 28, okay, okay 29, 30. <laughs> You're right. It doesn't matter, but you know, he could be fifty. He could be fifty, and still hit on him. But in the in the in the way that this story plans out, he he definitely was Canonically. younger. Yeah, he was definitely younger, like 28, yeah. 29, mm-hmm. maybe thirty. Mm-hmm. And I'm into it. Yeah, I'm into I him because I'm twenty five now, have, so I, I can be into saved. that. Yeah, you know, fifteen years away from forty. <laughs> Animal. <laughs> I said that to Savannah last night because I'm a terrible person. Yeah. Yeah, that was it. Yes, okay, I cool. Person, okay, correct. cool. All right, cool. You know, you want to know who gives me like a Henry Cross vibes? Our homeboy. <gasps> yes, yummy. He also if he was a little bit like not as pretty. He would also give me good. No, true vibes. that. Absolutely. Mainly because he's wearing that sweat that like shirt nicely. I just think I know. Do you know how hard it is to find a man looking good in a fisherman sweater? I'm it's really at hard. You, Chris Evans. It's really hard. Um, I will say I would love for this book to be a movie for the sole fact that I would love yeah. to see the flashbacks of Henry Cross picking up Hannah and Piper and being a dad. I know I'd be damp. <laughs> I know I would be damp. <laughs> I would be so oh damp. My God. I just got like chills. I, know. I just, I just chills. think about the fact that like he called Han or Piper. He like, called Piper his little first mate. He would put the little hat on her and they would like, oh my God. Oh, <laughs> they, had, 
We had I had I had a little skipper shirt. Did you really? Well, I can't really fetishize that right now, Hannah. I'm Hannah. What? <laughs> <laughs> Nicole just called you a different name. Me, the name of the care of a character from the book. Yeah, it's good. That is- <laughs> um, it, it's weird because oh I'm God. the Hannah out of the two of us, and you're the Piper. But that's yeah, I like that. I'm like scrolling through my like save, trying to find the photo of this guy that I'm thinking of, and all it is just Ice Planet Barbarians fan art. <laughs> Please send that my way. Thank you. Um, oh, I have okay. saved literally every piece of fan art. Good. I'm glad. Okay, so another thing about yeah, the story that I love. The way that the romance plays out is, in fact, one of my favorite ways that romances play out. I'm not going to lie to you. The way that they have this weird tension in the beginning. The dinner, but I was going to say, I love love when it's like, we're like, who knows, like, what's... And then the near-death experience, like, puts them on the dating track. That is like... Yes. You know Or not even like, 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 like a trauma experience. Yeah. I will say that my favorite thing before this part, before their trauma experience with, like, the boat and stuff, is that he builds her the pergola to, like, he has to talk himself into asking her out for so much. When Hannah was, like, when Hannah was, like, he is courting you. I lost it. It's it's the way, it's the little mannerisms. The time of my life. It's him getting an Instagram account and not being smart enough to realize that, like, he would like <gasps> that the That was my favorite part. That was my favorite so part cute. because that is so – that is uh, that is so true. I know. The, like, the, like Instagram etiquette. Mm-hmm. It was oh really my God. good. She does a – Tessa Bailey does a really good job of writing weird little nuanced things like oh. that. Um, okay, so there's the Instagram thing. There's the courting her thing. And, like, after he builds the pergola where he's like, so are you ready for me to take you on a date yet? And I was like, oh, I'm so in love with uh-huh. you already. And, like, there are kisses and stuff before that. And the way that he knows that she's going to try to make this just be, like, a friends with benefits. And he's like, yeah, I'm not into that. Thanks. I'm going to make sure you're mine. Mm-hmm. That is my fucking cocaine. Like, right there, that would sustain me for life. That feeds my soul. Yeah. I would genuinely be fine with yep. that forever ever if I got to read a book like that over and over oh. and over again. That's probably why I've reread this book three times I, is because I fucking love that part. I, it's so good. I've already gone back and read reread parts because, of Hook, Line, and Sinker. Uh, yes, because there's so many. She writes so yes. many good little scenes where Ugh. you're like, fuck, this is my guilty pleasure and I need it every fucking single minute yes. of the day. Like, inject that oh shit my into my it vein. Um, okay, so the dinner, hot crack, as fuck, crack, but my crack. favorite part before they even get into the dirty yeah. stuff is when he takes her out into the garden and she's like, you would be a garden type of guy. And he's just so, I love him. He's such a, like, he's such a huge bear. I, he's a bear that's like a teddy bear. You know what I mean? Like, oh God, I'm so into Brendan. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> but the, the. No, do you want to know what he like low key, the vibes I low key Of get. course I do. Like, obviously not in like in a hotter way. Um, What's her face's husband from Kiki's Delivery <gasps> Service? Yeah. Oh my God, Osano, or like, or like, or like the the dad from Luca. Yes, yes. Weird, weird. Because I'm not into the dad from Luca, but I mean, I'm kind of into the dad from Luca. Uh. 
It's, this is me, un, un piccolo. <laughs> un piccolo. Did you also watch that with Leah? Is that why you were watching The Princess Diaries too? Did you watch what? The Princess Diaries too with uh, Leah recently? Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Anyone can be a princess. <laughs> Thank you, Anne Hathaway. Um, I will welcome. say, if you have not picked up this book yet, you're listening to us because you want to hear our thoughts beforehand, please be aware. This book gets dirty real Holy fucking fuck. quick. This is so Do good, you know? too. Like, 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 the sec- like, the sex scenes were good. But the part where I literally, I shut the book. Is the dirty talk? Minute. Because I needed to, like, no. There was, like, a mm-hmm. moment when he, like, when she's on the dining mm-hmm. room table and he, like, takes his dick and he, like, rubs it up and down. And I'm getting he, hot he, now. He yeah. calls her honey. I know. We all know yeah, Nicole yeah, loves the honey like, like, um, Yes. It was in that moment but, like, that Madison oh understood. I didn't know how much it was. <laughs> it was in that moment that Madison understood oh what the pet name honey really can do for somebody. Um realistically there's yeah. that scene, there's that moment too where she pulls down her dress <gasps> no no oh, no this hospital. is on, in the, in the, in the oh, yeah. dining room where she I'm oh, just sorry. I was just talking about the honey thing too but there's the moment in the di- in the di- oh, in the God. dinner room what the dining room fuck the di- on the dinner table where she pulls down her yeah, dress and her right. like tits yeah. are out and he mm-hmm. is got his eyes closed and then he like opens them and he's like ugh and I'm like oh my god I love him where he's like they're beautiful baby or whatever or honey and I'm yeah, like oh my god I'm so into you right now holy shit the fact that Brendan is such a dirty... Th- Sorry, I can't, can't. reread this no, scene right now. No, you can't, because you get right flustered now. and flushed, and it's like, oh my god. <gasps> I know! Dude, my... I wish I don't. I wish you could see my goosebumps right now. I literally I just because I found the. Oh my god! Yes. Like, you know when yes. you feel your goosebumps yes. on your arm, yes. up your neck. It's not embarrassment. It's it's your your horny. It's what it's it is. To, literally. Literally. Yes. Yes. Literally to. Seriously, pick up this fucking book and read it, and you'll understand what we need. You will pick understand up this what we need. Fucking book, and and like because well because it's like it's a it's a it's a little yes. bit of this. Oh god, <laughs> yes. of like of like it's the like oh my god like okay this whatever. is whatever I mean TMI but whatever honorific for me. <laughs> oh, that is I just <laughs> love. I just I love how dirty something Brendan me. talks. I really, I really do. I, I love it. I think it's a fucking incredible. Because oh, here's the God. thing. No, literally. It, it, it gets to me that... <laughs> it gets to me that Brendan basically hasn't had sex in seven years. Okay? Now, it makes me think that he probably didn't have this kind of sex uh-huh. with his wife. I, I will say, I don't think he had this kind of sex with his wife. Um, I'm sorry. Dude, I'm put the book down. reading the book right now. I'm... <laughs> good i will I say that i don't think he had sex with his wife in the same manner but it does make me think that that man is a fucking sex god i just can't imagine no that. no probably because she couldn't handle it no and piper they had, can they to quote they, well not to quote not to quote fucking anybody they literally probably had sex like two pieces of like eight what? by eleven paper Ew. um i will say I would kind of, I don't know. It's just, it's so good. The writing here with the sex scenes is so good because I think so many people expect to get pick up this book and it not be that way. And mm. it feels more like the Kindle Limited no. sex scenes do. But that's what I love about it. Yes. That's what but, I love about but, it. Oh, my God. It's so good. It's really good. 
And there's multiple well, and like, in this one that literally have just done so much for me, like food for thought, like the well, dining room well, scene, the boat scene, the fucking hospital scene, the Seattle so scene hot. where there's the fucking mirror. And I was like, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Uh-huh. I'm done. <laughs> oh, my God. The mirrors. Even even in the dressing what? room when he was like, get, like oh, oh, my God. Oh, my God. The show me. <gasps> I can't. <laughs> I can't. My my arms right now are this book. I, like Nicole, I can you fucking? <laughs> I can't see it. I, I can't. Can you see no, that? I can't. I'm sorry. Oh my god, it is. I feel. Oh, it's one of those mo- things where like, okay, listen, I I know I'm 25 and I know I have a boyfriend, and so I understand that like there are some people out there who are not 25 and listen to our show and maybe don't want to read this shit. That's totally fine. But if you are looking for something that will help you wherever you need it, this book. This book will do it. This book should mm-hmm. be your Bible. This book should be your sex even, Bible. Yeah. <laughs> like, if you need something. It, well, because because they do. The thing about it is, is that, like, okay, so, like, I love a lot of the Canola mm-hmm. books. Like, even the the deal, yes. like, all the prior you off campus stuff. Like, yeah, they're really sweet. They're kind of, like, in this middle ground of, like, the Canola Limited and, like, this yep. sort of thing. But even then, the, like, the dirty talk is, really like, not the same because it doesn't feel, like... It's it's there's something different. There about is something this. different, and I think that's why so and many people I, are into it right now, and that's why it's popping off. Is because truly, I, am, I mean, I I yeah. loved her other books. I really fucking did. Like, I don't want anybody to sit there and be like, "Oh, you've talked about them, but you didn't love them as much." No, I did. This one for me, it happened one summer is my favorite by her, and I will say that the first time I read this book, um, I mm. did only give it a four out of five on like uh, like uh, NetGalley and Goodreads. But I've read it three fucking times and I had to go back and change my review because, like, there's no fucking way that I did not give this a five out of five. Like, there's just no fucking way I did it because, like, why else would I come back time Mm -hmm. and time again? I've only had this book since April. It's August. I've read it three times. I've read it three Mm -hmm. fucking times. It's since April? Like, come on. Oh. So. Well, and then, and then on top of that. The guilt? Okay. So, like. (laughs) Well, I was going to oh, say the, the hospital, hospital scene. scene is one of my favorites. I mean, that's the scene that really solidified in this book for me that um, I love them. But mainly the part when he's uh, when he goes Piper and she's like, mm-hmm, and he goes like, come here. I okay. <laughs> um, I he... okay, but all that to say, okay, so the hospital scene, like whatever, mm-hmm. I love that, you know, because like she's so her emotions are right there on her face. But let's talk about the ending. <gasps> Okay. As we know, there's nothing I love more than like a misunderstanding, guilt, communication, for like, sure. hurt. Yeah, for sure. Me too. I love it. Um, This did it really well. First of all, I knew when she was like, oh, I'm going to go walk Abe to the... I'm like, Abe can wait a couple fucking minutes. But yeah, of course, sure. then where would the story be? Right. Where would the story be? Right. Um, But like, I love... It also I, sounded I, like I, she had more time than she thought she did. Prior to walking eight, yeah. I will say it did sound like she had more time mm-hmm. than she thought she did. But anyway, go ahead. Yeah, but like, of that, the knowing that she like that he's thinking that she didn't want to be there. Yeah, their fight and is then, interesting like, to me. Their fight that leads up to them like having this <gasps> breakdown is yeah. very interesting to me because I no because I'm totally Team Piper. I am Team Piper as well. And I'm like, oh, he's gonna regret. He's gonna regret this so hard. Well, and it's the fact that he. It's what she oh. says to him that really solidifies Team Piper for me. It's her being like, please oh, have faith in yes, me. Yes, have faith in me. And he's the one been trying <gasps> to convince is... her the whole time to like 
believe to, in like, him. Trust in exactly. Him. And it's like And you... when it's a flipped like a role reversal. Yeah. He now, oh, that is one of my least is. favorite guy things, mm. but for this situation, I fucking love, I ate that shit like candy. Like, that was fucking yeah. incredible. Well, like, half the shit, half the shit that happens in these books, if that ever happened to me, I'd be I'm like, done. Right. Exactly. I'd be pissed. Um, yeah. Maybe it wouldn't be done, but I'd be, I'd be really be fucking, fucking livid, and I would not be nice about I, it. Um, I can promise you that my local grocery store would be sold out of Caramel Sutra Core from Ben and Sure. I'm sure. Like, I'd I'm be sure. a wreck. I will. Like, which is my favorite. I will say that I think the, my favorite thing about that little scene is it's like those moments, the things that he says to her, then it's like this, they're supposed to be having this soft moment. And then all of a sudden it turns bad, which I think is very realistic. Cause I think that happens a lot to people. It's not just things are bad all the mm-hmm. time and then whatever, like they're happy, but they have problems. They're not working out. And Piper doesn't have to right then and there. I yeah. don't feel like anybody should come for Piper and be like, she's only been there six weeks, like in, in the, the landscape. No, she's not nothing. been there that long in my brain. I'm not going to lie to you. In my brain, she had been there since June through Labor Day. No, she's only been there since, like, end of July. So, like, she's only been there six fucking weeks. She does not have to have everything figured out for a man right then and there. And he shouldn't expect her to. And that's something that, like, kind of is, like, ugh, annoying. But it's a a romance novel. That's how we play things here. That's just how it goes. Right, of course, of course. That's how that's how the cookie crumbles. Right. But you're right. Books. Him him like, being on that oh. boat thinking that he's that she's done and then him finding the photo in and then the oh my god. Jacket. First of all, first of all, <laughs> fuck, fuck Mick. Fuck well fuck first of all, fuck Sanders wives for being like, Oh honey, it's Yes, okay, which I think like strong. okay, I get like, that that's the reason why that that's they say it because like, you I, know, it's mentioned in the story a lot and whatever, but it's like, oh you assholes. You don't know shit. You don't know shit about her. And you're you dare I, say that shit to her? You don't know shit about my girl Piper. You don't know shit about my girl Piper. <laughs> yeah. I'm such a Piper stan, holy fuck. No, I literally I literally she was saying that and I was like, I don't know why. I I feel like that's what like that sort of thing of like the the people who would have been in his yeah. deceased wife's circle, the way they treat Piper made me dislike. Yeah, we, we didn't even know anything wife. about her. I like, get it. I get it. Totally. We. I think I, you're right. Yeah, I, I yeah. agree with you in that regard. Um, if this like, had been the um Y A N A thing, yeah. she would have been the ex girlfriend in between. Piper and um Brendan break up, and it would have been bad in the town anyway. Like that's how the story would have played yes. out. She she would have been the she would have been the Vivian right. but not cool at the end, and then of course Warner wouldn't right, have been right, like a douche right. canoe um, the whole time. <laughs> um, but like oh my god, I just that pissed me off. And it so hurts much. because she's like she's sitting there on my the devastation. pier crying, and she's like, "It's okay, I'm gonna explain everything when he gets back." And she's like, I, "I'm hurting, but I will explain everything when she gets when he gets back." And I'm like, "I feel like she's got hope." Well, and they just assume yeah. that it's because she's and I, not strong enough. But I just love that Piper's too. strong in, in the it's not even because like, she's, she's like, I got this. I'll figure this out. We'll figure this out. I'm hurting, but I will figure uh-huh. this out. And that's what makes me love Piper. Yes, yes. I like that. I do like that in her monologue, she is like, this isn't yeah. the end. This is just a miscommunication. It's an accident. I have tons of people Absolutely. to vouch for why Absolutely. I wasn't there. Like, like, she... I love, I love that she was like, no, it's, it's the, fine. Realistically, it's, fine. it's, it's the blow fine. after blow after and like, blow after blow <sighs> that breaks her down. That it truly it is, just, is it, it's <sighs> sickening that I loved that. Be- but I think it's because we've all had that happen to us where it's no, like same. you get knocked down so many times where you just have 
nothing left. You're like, I need to find something that's good because I can't do this anymore. Because it's happened so quickly that I need to be done and erase my life and figure out something next because I can't do that. So Mick, though, because after finding Mm -hmm. out, so she has Brendan and her have a huge fight. Brendan thinks that she's not, wants to be with him, doesn't want to be with him anymore or like long term. Sanders is an, uh, Sanders' wife is an asshole to her. Mm-hmm. Then her dad cancels on Labor Day, and then Mick mm-hmm. shows up at the bar, as everybody has not yep. shown up at the bar. Well, yeah, it's well, been no, like no. two hours but since they were opening. Nobody else shows up at the bar, and then Mick shows up. And also, Bud Light, grow a pair and try a craft beer. She even was ready to recommend you what you would like based on your interest in watered-down hops. So fuck you for being an asshole. Yeah. She literally was, and here's the thing, I do think she had Bud Light there, I just don't think she wanted, I think she wanted to be like, well, you should try this. I honestly can't imagine yeah. that she yeah, opens she a bar. she wanted to, like, be a good. Yes, I can't imagine yes. she opens a bar you with gotta, no like, You gotta have, Bud Light. like, tall boys and shit. Right. Like, I was like, yeah. what the fuck? Like, it's like asshole. Every bar has, like, crap beer for the most Every part. Every bar has a Coors Light, like. a, a I mean, Bud Light, a Miller Light, and a Buzz, Budweiser. I'm just, it's what it is. It is what it is. Exactly. Exactly. Um, not like I would ever order it. Oh, I only get Coors Light when one, it's cheap. And two, I am in the stage where I just don't care what I'm drinking anymore. And I need something like gross. It's only when I'm really fucked up. I got to liking Coors Light because of um, the Blackstone, because of Dollar Dollar Domestics. (laughs) Because it was like a dollar. So I would go and just be like, cool, I want this. Or I'd get a PBR. Like, I love PBR too, but only... Only. I typically do. I typically do like a cider. I mean, they don't. I just. That's I the thing. Really. When you're at the Blackstone, Mainly, you can't do that. Realistically, it's because I have such an intense. It's because I have such an intense reaction to gluten that, like, totally. I know when I drink beer, like, beer will fuck me up more. Oh, than totally. Liquor. I just. I don't normally buy. Like, you. You see me. You've mm-hmm. gone out with me. I don't normally buy beer, but if I have to buy a beer, I'm buying a Coors, no. Coors Light or a PBR. Anyway, back to the story. Mm-hmm. Mick coming in basically yeah, at the worst just, time <sighs> and being an asshole. It really solidified how much he, I hated him. Well, and I'm like, and I'm like, and I'm like, if you really care about Brendan, then you'd want him to be happy. And like, happy. I do, I, I wish I could say I get it. What are you going to do, little voodoo man? Bring her back from the dead? I, no, exactly. let him be I happy. tried so, you know me, I'm always the person to try to find some goodness in the character, right? You know, I do that a lot. My biggest ish with Mick was that I tried so hard to do that, but I'm like, your daughter's been dead for seven years. You know she's not coming back. And you really expect your daughter's husband, widowed husband, to just sit on her forever? You're living in just as much as the past as everybody else in this town is. I mean. And it's like, why? I'm sorry. On top of that. Go see a therapist. I mean, (laughs) of course, children does not a family make. Like, a family can just be two people. A family can be a person and their cat. A family can be whatever you want it to be. A family can be a group of friends. But they, like, didn't even have Absolutely. I don't think they had time because they didn't seem like they were married that long. You know what I mean? It sounded as if, and we talked about this, if Brendan's, like, 30, which is, think of what we're estimating-ish, right? They're, like, in their, like, early 30s because Piper's 28, Mm -hmm. Hannah's 26. I'm estimating that Brendan and Fox are 30, 31, maybe 32. Let's say that it's been mm-hmm. seven years yeah. since Desiree, I think was her name, died. Um, that would put mm-hmm. him around the age of either 20, between 22 and like 26. Let's just say that's like the age range, give or take some years. Um, mm-hmm. They probably were not married that long, maybe two years. Because I'm sure they got married like maybe like a year or two out of maybe. high school, which might have been then like 
2021. So if he mm-hmm. if if his wife died yeah. when he was like 22 or 23, that's two years that you get with your wife. Realistically, most people at 22, 23 yeah. don't want to fucking have kids. I'm just saying we don't want to have fucking have kids. Not a lot yeah. of people do. And if mm-hmm. they do, they deal with it and they're happy yeah. about it. And there's some parents yeah. that are happy about it and whatever. I just don't think that Brendan and his wife would have well, re- were ready for that. Plus, they didn't really seem like they want to be married to each other. So, like, no. anyway. No, I really I th- really just think that they, it was like, it no, almost it feels did, like an arranged did feel like an arranged marriage. Like, and he makes it seem. It was like the He makes the it West seem like it's an arranged, arranged marriage, marriage from Mick because he's like, I feel like I owed yes. him a lot. And, like, I owed it to take her out. And, like, we, everybody in this town just expected us to get married. So we did. Exactly. Everybody like, in this town expected there? us to get married, so we did. Yeah. Like, like I wasn't leaving. She wasn't leaving. Exactly. We might as well. Exactly. Nobody else It's weird, but, like, okay, I get it. I like the storyline there. I'm not going to lie. It's a pretty good storyline. Um, so, yeah. No, it feels very much like, okay, for lack of better comparison, it feels a lot like when the Duggars are like, oh, this person's gone to our yes. church for most of our lives. That's a small town thing. That's a, so My understanding is that's a small town thing. Right like, I've always seen that in small yeah. town stuff. Do, do you know how many people that I know from high school who have post high school and college started dating people from high school? I'm like, not surprised. I feel like people. even though your town like, doesn't feel like it's a quote unquote small town that most people would think of, it's a small town. It's a, not a small town. It's a small community. That's probably a better term of it. Yeah. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Because yeah. we're like not in the middle of nowhere or anything. Like we're surrounded by a city. But like it's You're a small, a small community. community. It's like a close everybody. community. Yeah. So, I mean, it's kind of, this is, again, for lack of the better, for lack of better comparison, um, it is the Stars Hollow of uh, Michigan. (laughs) It, yeah, it does feel that Because you're close to the big city or whatever, and then you got, like, your, like, little town elements. Mm -hmm. It's a walking community. There's lots of dogs everywhere. You have beautiful little seasonal things that you guys do every now and then. You're on the little Mm -hmm. lake. It's a whole thing. But, um, hashtag the tree lighting ceremony, <laughs> right? Um, I go every year. It's the cutest ever. The way your downtown has the same stars hollow downtown vibe. It's fine. <laughs> Gaslight basically yep. is downtown yep. stars hollow. Um, uh-huh. okay. So but, yeah. Mick being at the bar and the way that he talks to mm-hmm. her is just so it, fucking well, disrespectful. It's just so top, fucking disrespectful. On top of the whole Brendan thing, mm-hmm. you are coming into somebody's new livelihood. Yes. And disregarding it entirely. She, you, Everybody knows how much work she put into this bar. That the men of the I, boat that he used to own put into that bar. Because it wasn't just Brendan working yes. on it. Fox, it's not, Sanders, it is not, it um, not one of the just, other guys. Yes, is, okay. it was not just... Did the, Piper's project. It was the Della Ray crew right. project. Because like, Brendan made them, but like that's what any good captain would do. Yes. Um oh, yeah. tell me mm-hmm. tell me how you pronounced there's another guy that was in this book, in this book particularly. Deke. Okay, I always pronounced it Deke. Don't ask me why. I just always did. Because the E the last E was there and I was like, why do I have to pronounce it Deke? Why do I have to pronounce it Deke? I always had to. I always called him Deke. I mean, that's probably what it is. It's probably what it is. It's probably Deke. Because in my head, in my head, hit like they called him Deke, but his name was Declan. Oh, I wonder if that was like a thing. I wonder if that's like her little side thing that she just didn't tell anybody. Let's let's say that's what it is. I, I like know. that. that, like, that like, th- that like felt right to me and that felt like that would be his name. He, I he felt truly like a would love let's, more stories from Westport, but I do think we're only getting these two because I'm pretty sure the story, the series is now called The Bellinger Sisters. I don't want to hear about Sanders Oh, no, no. Life. But like... Deke's story? You don't want to hear about oh, Deke's yeah. story? Well, and like, and like, yeah, I mean, I assume he's also I mean, he married. might not be. We don't know. I just don't think we hear about but his But regardless, wife. there's a lot um, of wives um, on that ship. 
like yeah. that have well, I guess should say that men have men on that ship. <gasps> Wait, shit. Dicky. Oh my god, I was kind of close. So Dicky. Dicky. Weird. Dicky. Oh, so maybe it's like a Richard thing. Maybe. I mean, it is. It makes sense that it would be Dicky like, because he feels more like a Declan to me. I'm sorry, he feels more like a Declan. I'm it like, does. It does make a little bit of I sense that, that it would be. D- uh, Dicky because like K-E would be like the beginning of key which is like an extra letter that you don't really need yeah. there um, uh-huh. r- regardless I do think anyway. that that thing that Mick the thing that really pissed me off that Mick said is it's like people don't want change around here or I guess people don't like flashy things I'm like fuck you Fuck you for assuming, yeah, putting her bitch. in a box once again. Oh. You don't know her, and you're really yeah. not even trying to get to know her. If you really cared about Brendan, yeah, you, you wouldn't have. Any effort. Yeah. If you exactly. actually cared about exactly. him like a son, you would have made an effort to get to know her. Well, I kind of fucks with the idea that, like, after this, like, this, my favorite thing about Brendan is that he's kind of the unofficial town mayor. <gasps> It's weird absolutely. that he's the unofficial town mayor. He is I love that. The town mayor. Like I love that. Why do mm-hmm. I love that? Couldn't tell you. But I love it. Well, I find so much joy. Oop, totally. <laughs> Oop, there it is. <laughs> yeah. Oop, there it is. If he had um, been first first mate or like skipper Brendan Taggart, you wouldn't have liked him as much. No, I totally liked Captain Brendan Taggart. It had a good <laughs> ring to it. I was like, ooh, yeah. and the beard. The minute they said he had a beard and the eye color, the like silvery gray eye color, I was like, not silvery gray, I'm sorry, silvery green eye color. I was like, Which I was shit. like, shit. Not gray, not gray, not gray. Not no, no, gray. but I was like, what? Okay. Did we both so, yeah. just go like this? We did. So Mick, <laughs> Mick is annoying in that moment. The thing that really hurts me is that Hannah's like, oh no. Because she doesn't hear the conversation, which is weird because I feel like there's nobody in the bar. How the fuck did you not hear the conversation, yeah. Hannah? But also well, her I'm being I'm guessing like, they had music playing. They did. I mean, she was playing so. the music. But and maybe yeah. Hannah was just being a kind sister and being like, I'm just going to let her deal with this right now. And like, mm-hmm. I'm just going to sit here and let her talk to Mick. Because I'm sure she knows that Mick and Piper don't have very good terms and so whatever um i do think though that that moment where hannah goes you've lost your like sparkle Sparkle? god that hurt (gasps) that hurts so much well for me i would like that like i felt that deep in my soul because my mom like when i'm in a bad place my mom will say that to me and i think it's really true about anybody when you get when you get knocked down the way that piper gets knocked down so quickly within three days Mm -hmm. three days they're only it's only three days maybe four but like Mm -hmm. That amount of stress and hurt placed upon a person would diminish any fire or passion that person had regardless. Like, for her, for Piper to put on a smile again and keep hoping that people showed up at the bar, I can't imagine doing that. I can't imagine any character doing that. So, I loved that Mm. Hannah is the one to suggest, like, you should go. Like, even though Kirby, like... No, I like when... I like that she's basically just like, just go. Just do it. Just do it. Because even if it doesn't... if you come back, just go. Because this... uh, Basically, Hannah's like... Hannah... Hannah... I like that basically what she is is like, I'll be here keeping the door open for you if you want to go see what's happening beyond that wall. Yeah, and and I think Hannah understands, too, that, like, yes, is it superficial for Piper to go back home and do that? Sure, but it would make Piper happy. At least 
in the in yeah. the ideal sense of the word, it would make Piper happy. Now, would it make her happy completely? Mm-hmm. No. It would make her happy happier maybe but it would also it would still it would still put her in motion instead of sitting in the stagnant state right. of just d- dread and like with that horrible feeling Absolutely. um yeah no then the switch over to Brandon's <gasps> oh this is the one that i've gone back and reread this part so many times because it feels so good to read <sighs> this is it is it, i mean it is that sick sick satisfying guilt of like yeah fuck this you, when dude. you okay you remember how like, you called me like, it was a few months ago you. and I, you were like are you gonna cry mm-hmm. This right here, these scenes right here, this is what almost makes me cry every time. Oh, it's not like an actual cry. I, it's just like the emotional when, like stress that you feel for the characters. At least for me, what I feel for the characters mm-hmm. in those moments are what's making me get teary-eyed. I don't actually physically cry, yes. but it's like I'm hurting for them because they're because Piper's in a yes, bad oh place. I, I had so much like yes, empathy for yes. these characters in this book specifically for some reason. I'm so attached to them, but, like, it's not even funny. When I I when they go into the bar and he just like can't even sense her. That's why my favorite. I I love really. I love when he puts his hand in the pocket and, and he reads the note and he's like I fucked up. And he even says that. He's like I fucked up and I was like you did fuck up and I'm glad you realized that because she is so yep. good to you. Yep. She has no reason to stay around mm-hmm. when you've when when he's when he's like when he's like she said trust like have faith in me and I didn't. Oh such a good oh, guilt so such good. good and then oh my god and then that truly I've, I've i've already told you about this my like crack is when they go into the bar and he like looks around for piper she's not there and he goes up to hannah and he's like where is she and she's like she went fucking back to los angeles where the hell were you because you could act like Absolutely. a fucking child and then like the whole when the whole bar is quiet and they were Where's like piper they were like, well, why'd Piper leave? And it's be like, well, she thought she didn't want any of you want to be here. And they were like, well, we, we came later. And she goes, show up on time next I time. I love that she said we West should Port. get a we should I get a like- TV, which is really funny because like the idea I do I do think that something to be said about like yeah. the small town. Of course, there was a guy that was on the whole reason why this right, this goes course, down is because but of that. But text her. Exactly. Any of you old Opal, like, Opal you know could have texted the the their her granddaughters and said, Hey, I'm gonna show up later. But do you think Opal would have Opal known? didn't come early. I don't think Opal. So Opal had to have known something. Does, does, does Opal have, does, hear me out though. Does Opal have a cell phone? I have no idea. I think so. I feel like. Maybe not. I don't know. But I will say that it is but, annoying yeah. that Opal doesn't show up on time either. It's like, Opal, what the fuck? Like, what are you doing, queen? You, yeah. you love like, your granddaughters, like, but you aren't going to show up on like opening she day? Probably, she was probably over, like, getting ready with her friends, is what I'm assuming happened. Maybe. If I were to, like, defend Opal. She was going over and getting with, ready with her friends, and somebody was like, come in here and watch this, come in here and watch this, and it never phased her. Because when you're watching, like, yeah, I know. It's just fascination news. Like, Yeah, I understand. It's just I, one of those I mean, things where I'm like, you're up. trying to make up time for your grandkids? You should have done that. Regardless. Yeah. Um, I love that moment, too. I love when Fox is like, oh, oh shit, I got to go help oh, Hannah. Oh. But also, also the part. Yes. But also the part when. They Mick was like, I said some things to her and he was like, you fucking what? 
You well, would. it's after after and hearing then, all the things, he, right? Where he like where he found out yeah. the text message. Getting the text message as he comes in, he's like, she's like, there was an emergency. I'm sorry, I will be there. And he was like, she was trying to be there. There was an emergency because he has that panic moment of what happened to Desiree, right? I love that. That's uh-huh. one of my favorite things. But also, then yeah. you get to the bar and he's walking around and you see Abe and Abe is like, uh, I hit my head and she was there. My, my you know, my my kids were going to pick up my dropping off my grandkids and like they couldn't come get me. So like I, you know, whatever. And then Sanders' and wife. Even though she didn't have to. Right. And then Sanders' wife. Like, I may have is said like, some things to her. She's like, nicely, I think. And and Brendan's like, holy fuck. And then like they didn't show up on time. And he's like cataloging what would have happened to her. That is such fucking deliciousness. Oh. And just and just the knowing and knowing that he kind of put it in her head that like maybe she wasn't welcoming her anymore. And I love that he remembers. Because, like, I think because this is either if, in this moment or while he's in the boat where he, he talks about the safety nets, where he realizes all the things that she so. actually was doing to like try to find a place in this town but like it's just too subtle for him to recognize it it's not oh, it's not yes, forward enough didn't see all the friends she was making right. oh yeah it is like, in the bar because the girls are like she did like a makeup for me and like i got two she, numbers she promised, like, exactly because well, i think they're all like i think they're all like i oh that's what happens they're all like where's piper and she's like she left. She didn't think any of you were coming. Yeah, show up on time. She's like, show time up on time. Westport. Westport. Oh, my God. It's so <laughs> like, cute. I love oh, that line. Because that also, I like that. That also insinuates that, like, the majority of the town is there. Oh, I assumed all the town was there, basically. All the people are like, drinking. show up on time, Westport. Yeah. The, also, the fucking audacity of Mick to show back up at that bar. Right. Because everybody showed up now? You asshole. Go home. Oh, fuck Go you. Go home. Fuck you. I know I'm not normally the I person just, to get mad at characters on this podcast, but I'm pissed at Mick. I will forever be pissed at Mick because Piper deserved at, more. I'm pissed, I'm pissed at so much more. Um, so much more. But yeah, no, I just, oh, that made me so, oh. And then there's the club scene. Oh my gosh. But then, yeah, um, that is my nightmare. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> uh, but I love, I'm not going to lie to you. I will say it is only slightly uncomfortable that they're yelling, you know, doing that whole thing that they do in movies, the Piper, Brendan, like they're trying to yell at each other. Very cringeworthy yeah. in a book. Um, do I like the idea? Of course I do. Of course I like it. In a, of course I like it. Yeah, 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 um, yeah, yeah. It's when he grabs her, though, and goes, stay or go, baby. And I'm like, <gasps> I love him. I will forever love him. Yeah, and she goes, like, get, get me, me out, out of here. here. <sighs> I love that. I, yeah. There mm-hmm. is so much. There was, Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just the forgiveness. <sighs> him saying, "I'll, I'll, we'll, we'll move back here if that's what you want. I'll, I'll find something to do down here. Like I'll fish around here, and then I'll go back up for like the, you know, this peak season or whatever." I was like, "I'm glad that you're figuring out yeah. other ways that you can be with her because that's exactly what you should have been doing the whole fucking time." Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. I just, I really love. I also like when he goes when they go back to the parents' house and basically like... <gasps> That's what I have to send kind of you. Like a to so Tessa Bailey, the day after the book came out, was like, sign up for my newsletter. I'm going to be post or sending out a little extra chapter that got cut Blurb. because mm-hmm. uh, it was too, there was too much or something like that. And it's when Brendan goes to LA, mm-hmm. he's not at the club yet. He goes to see their mom and Maureen and him talk before that she go, before he goes to go get Piper back. And it's a really good scene because Brendan like looks around the room and he's like, yeah, I have to keep this girl. And he's like, I will find a way to fucking be here with her. If this is a life she needs. And it's so, I'll send it to you. I'll send you the email for it because it was, it was it fucking incredible. Anyway, keep going. You were saying mm-hmm. something about the... But yeah, I just... The parents' house. I just kind of like that it's like... 
fuck you, I'm going back with him. Like, this is not my home. We're getting my things. Yeah, going. I, I, I agree. Like, and I think that it's ugh. cute that, like, the next, when she, like, when they get home. And my favorite little, little one-liner is that every time they mention kids, they just have sex a lot because they're, like, super into each other. And I think that's adorable. Um, but the other thing yeah. with... Mm-hmm. The other thing with that when they get back home is her seeing all of her stuff with his. And he's just like so, yep, I'm going to incorporate all my shit into yours. Like it's not the right aesthetic, but it works. Um, My other, yeah, my other creme de la creme is when she's (gasps) saying goodbye to Hannah and they go up to the door and there happens to be the Fleetwood Mac album, the Rumors album, which I have one of that, those. I have one of those. That is and one it's of like the my best possession. albums that they've ever recorded. It, like I can't. Um, ever. Yeah, and like and like and I have like an original. Um, but th- and the facts that Fox like hunted down. That. Ooh, you just know, and you just know, you just know that you're about For to Fox be and Hannah. And I was, I knew from the minute Fox, Fox and, and Hannah, Hannah like left. What? Okay, the little scene. <laughs> yeah, the minute, the minute outside of the red buoy when she was like, I'm about to fucking my other. That's another like, thing that I love that that Brendan does in that early part is when Fox like says like some flirty things. This is after uh-huh. Brendan has already said to Fox like, don't hit on the older one, uh-huh. and he says some flirty things to. Piper and yeah. Piper like responds back and Brendan's like what the fuck did I say and I was like oh I love it <laughs> please do that more yeah um, uh-huh yeah I just oh so good yeehaw well yeehaw I mean I this book five out of five baby Same. this book it's, was just this book it's a good romance book like a drug. I do feel like even you know though that it's audio? yeah I do even though this mm-hmm. book is set in the summer I do feel like I could read this in the fall very easily like I do <gasps> big fall vibes I'm, yeah. I'm sorry I know it was set in the summer but the whole time they were wearing sweaters well it's cold it's cold there they're on the they're on the fucking yeah, but like, ocean or whatever so but like even the whole time I'm like not everybody is wearing some form of a like oversized white sweater mm-hmm. uh, all like, Chris <laughs> Evans all, all all just Chris Evans walking around in the fucking knives out yeah yeah yeah, yeah. all ransom mm-hmm Perfect. I really, really hope that now that you've read these two, that you will go and pick up uh, Fixer Up and the other series yes. that she has. She does have other books that aren't like published the way that this these ones are. Um, yeah. It's they are I think like Kindle Unlimited romance style books, but she's an incredible writer, and I'm mm-hmm. so excited to see more from her. I love watching her TikToks. You should follow her on TikTok if you haven't. Tessa Bailey is hilarious on there. I did. Um, she does some really mm-hmm. funny ones where she's like talking about like little characters that pop into her mind sometime, like yeah. the Olympians one, the Olympics, mm-hmm. when the Olympics were happening, she had a couple ones where she's like, oh my God, I could do Olympian stories. And I was like, I love you so much for these because it's like, she might yeah. never write them, but it's just, she's fun. Yeah. She's a fun but gal. We are all like Right? That. All the time. Anybody who's ever tried to write anything ever, you have 7,000 stories in your head. <laughs> or me has 11 <laughs> works in progresses right now. Yeah, literally, literally. Like, there's that post going around on Instagram right now that's yep. like, you know. I saw it. You're the one that you posted. Like, like this, if you were 11 and you, like, hand wrote the first three chapters of, like, your great American novel yep. or whatever it was. Yep. Like, yeah, and by great American novel, we mean YA spinoff of literally every YA book you ever read. Oh, yeah. 1,000 one fucking percent. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. 
yeah, so I love this yeah. book, and I'm so glad that you read it because mm-hmm. I I know I talked about it so much all the time, and you were gonna do it just for me, but I'm glad you actually liked it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was so fucking good. Um, obviously, we're going to be recording our hook, line, and sinker episode really soon because I feel like we both need to get it out, get it out, get it out. Um, but that's not coming out. That's not coming out for a while. For a while. You'll so, get it probably around publication. Yeah. 2022. You'll probably least. get it around the publication date, which is like March. Well, I mean, it'll be, probably be like the third, the third, the first Thursday after publication. Yeah, realistically. realistically. Which is um, exciting. Which is. Because I think it's March 15th or something like that. Yes. Yeah, I was going to say, I feel mm-hmm. like it's, it's definitely March. March. I just don't remember when. I will say that it's really cool to me. Um, Oh, cool. Well, it's really cool to me that you do get if you um, if you do get it happened one summer from any publisher or whatever, any bookstore. Um, there is a little scene that you get from I think Fox's perspective of them going to the record store. Which, by the way, all the places that were named in here like Disc and Dat, hilarious, great name, fucking incredible. I love it so um, much. And I think the, I, could I think the grocery store that store. I think I the grocery store was called Shop in, and in Cart, book. by the way. I think the grocery store was Shop and Cart. And then um, the Red Bowie, obviously, which was cute. Um, and then uh-huh. No Name. And then finally Cross and Daughters, which was super cute in that. Cross uh, and Daughters sounds like the most banging bar I've ever heard in my life. I want Cross I and Daughters merch. There. Somebody out tell there me, make it. Tell me, tell me, tell me. Um, yeah, I would I would pay so, good money for some. So final things, right? Do you have anything else on this book that you wanted to touch on before we wrap everything up? I just, I fucking, I fucking loved it. I thought it was so. Me too. Unbelievable. I just kept, everything I was doing, I just kept thinking about it. And I'm sitting there, like, at Sweet Regan's house, trying mm-hmm. to paint a, two, like, realistic, realistic, to the show, Miss Frizzle and Magic School Bus students. And all I'm thinking about is just Brendan on that dining, like, with Piper I know. on the dining room table. And you know, the crazy thing, it too, just, about. It lives in your head, Fred Free. The crazy thing, too, about Tessa Bailey is I'm pretty positive I saw this book or her books on Goodreads because I think it was one of those things where like now that I've started reading a lot of contemporary romance books you get like recommendations on Goodreads or it's like hot in romance or recommendations and I saw Fixer Up and I was Mm -hmm. like okay I've seen people talk about this before I'll I'll try it I loved them and so then when I found out she was going to do It Happened One Summer I was like checking NetGalley religiously for when it would come on because I wanted to read it and I was so thrilled when I got it I was literally like this is so great I'm so glad and I just I'm so glad that she's getting recognition now for this story because her books are really good like if you like this you will like the others I'm gonna read I'm gonna read the like so final things because there's so many other things we have to talk about of course um Mm-hmm. next week we've had some weird recordings lately happening but next week you're going to be getting an incredible uh-huh. episode um about yeah. the sarah J. Moss universe uh and the the sjm extended which universe. is kind of crazy uh, we've already recorded it and we thought we were going to post it this week but Moss like uh, we're doing will. it this week that we're currently uh recording this yes. regardless doesn't matter um so that's coming up, and I'm sure we're going to go back into the world of Al Kennedy in the next few ep- few episodes because we have to finish off all the stuff with the score. And I've we, started going back into the goal now because I need to read it and I need to get through so that we can the cover the legacy. And I got to read all the Briar U books. So like I'm moving fast. Well, you, yeah, you have to read all the. Briar <laughs> I'm going fast. I'm trying my best. Um, it's 
yeah, we're, we got a little we got a little romance bit before we get into the nitty gritty of fall, which is usually when we all dive back into our fantasy because we want to escape. Well, and there's so much coming out. We yeah. have Kingdom of the Curses coming out. Once Upon a Broken there's Heart so is coming much. out. So the fucking um, there's other. We wanted to read Nature of Witches, which is another fantastic mm-hmm. series book that we needed to read. Um, and I can't remember if there's anything coming out in November that's fantasy, I'm sure but there is. oh, in November will be um our violent delights. Or Violent End, sorry. Yeah. Oh, and then somewhere um, in there we've got uh, A Shadow in the Ember. That's in October as well, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Which, so, unfortunately, there's a we lot of stuff coming. I have to do it. Like I have to. Everyone's been saying that I don't know how to pronounce his name. I think it's Nike. I think it's Nikeos because that's what I'm going to go with. Nikeos, <laughs> just do it. Nyktos, whatever the fuck his name is. Everyone's been saying he's so fucking attractive and hot and lovely. And I'm like, and people have said he's rivaled Castile. And I went, oh, oh no. <laughs> I am. Like that dad. is a man I am into. So. But like. Grandfather? But yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> go be thinking. <laughs> always be on your a game <laughs> yes yes i agree i am i am excited because my understanding from jennifer l armantra is that this the shadow in the ember book a shadow in the ember is gonna have things that will tie into mm-hmm. the war of two queens yes. and other shit which by the way i can't i can't even look at the teasers anymore because i'm just so irritated so we'll a lot's coming <laughs> Um, okay, so mm-hmm. bookends because of course, um, and we've rambled yeah. enough for you guys tonight. Um, so, uh, or whatever fucking day part mm-hmm. you're listening to this in. So wherever you're listening to our podcast, but all of you Apple Podcast listeners and anybody who wants to download the Apple Podcast app, please go over and give us a rating and review. Um, that is how you get the word out about our show. And honestly. I check our reviews quite often. So if you want us to see what you have to say, like, go for it. Even if it's something bad. I mean, we may bitch about it to each other later. But, (laughs) hey, if you want us to see it, I'm checking them regularly. So feel free to give us a five-star review or whatever you like and show us what you like about the show. There's only, like, two comments on there. So that'd be great. We have a Patreon. You can go on there and donate to the show. Uh, Come play. It's a good time. We've got four different tiers that you can donate at. Each tier has different rewards associated with it for donating that amount of money each month. Uh, It's patreon.com forward slash lower your volume. Come play. It's a good time. It's linked in the description always. Um, Social media. Uh, We have a ton of social media, but we are particularly on... um, TikTok and Instagram the most. Um, you can find us on both of those platforms at Lower Your Volume Pod. We do have a Twitter account as well that is at Lower Pod. Mm-hmm. Please do not stamp your forehead, Madison. This is not a library. Um, also, <laughs> <laughs> I hate that our laughs were in sync there for a minute. Fuck you. <laughs> full send stamp in the face okay um also uh we do have a facebook page so you guys <laughs> so you can go and follow us on all of our social media accounts you can like comment share or even dm us on any of those we are very responsive so just feel free if you want to get in contact with us you can um last but not least oh also look out 
my fan cast, and by fan cast, I mean the correct cast, of, uh, so basically Ooh, we decided, since I just cannot contribute to the, like, aggressively smutty book recommendations, because I, not aggressively smutty, dark. They're dark, because I read aggressively smutty they're books. They're fucking dark. Like, they're dark books. I can't contribute to that, um, but what I can contribute is an excellent choice in casting. So... You can find and they're fucking my... inc- her caster for this book are fucking incredible. So. I feel like my casts are usually like pretty good. They're usually spot the fuck on. Um, oh god. Um. So yeah, you can you can do what, man? That's gonna be on TikTok. I'm gonna start doing those. Yeah. I'm gonna start doing fan casts for. It should be live by the time that you guys get this episode. So yeah, awesome. It's a good time. Yeah. What's your last thing you had to say, Madison? There's one more little piece. It's not just TikTok. <laughs> it's not just TikTok. Um, basically. We have an email. You can send us whatever you want there. <laughs> You're so distracted I mean, by your fucking stamp right now. It's not even funny. I, I, am. <laughs> I am. Well, I did it really aggressively and it bled everywhere. So I had to make sure that it still like looked nice. Um, okay. Okay. So, uh, yeah, we have a email. You can send us whatever you want. I mean, at this point, nothing really comes in there. So just. Whatever. Okay, cool. So that was the episode today. I don't, we've literally. It's lower your volume podcast at gmail.com. Yep. Um, that was the episode. We've had, we've digressed a lot at the very end as usual. Um, we will see you next week. Madison, do you have anything you have to say to anybody? Uh, yeah. Talk. If you, any Brendan's out there, please talk wordy to me. And all you other ladies, don't forget to go book yourself. (laughs) That's a good one. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Um, right. well, this was a mistake. It was. I don't know what you were thinking, but I love it for you. Thank God I didn't do it on my forehead. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Right, well, okay. I'm going to go eat a Euro that's about three hours old, so. I'm going to go eat food, too, so. All right. Yeehaw. Peace out, Girl Scouts. Goodbye. Bye.